Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Well, I guess you don't need the quote is Peter Tosh. All right, we're coming in. Guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we forgot all about that. Well, we're already live now. Don't yeah. worry about it. Don't tell them who it is already. Just, I mean, what are you listening in early there? Just got a little spoiler of who the quote's going to be at the end. No, Don't tell anybody. I was just joking. So this just week, joking, instead man. of messing up and telling us that we're, we haven't been unmuted, we got unmuted before we even knew it. Well, I thought I'd try on it because usually <laughs> you're all fucking quiet in the last 10 seconds. So I'm like, it'll be a good idea to, to unmute them early. So then you don't have to worry about it, right? Well, look, if well, we don't that's start a good idea. And then here we go. Here we go. Welcome to High on Homegrown, everybody. Episode 16. I hope you've all had a good week. Uh, like last week, my chest is still a little bit fucked, but oh, sure. know, I'm surviving. I'm surviving. No, because you're going to notice sometimes the tickle comes and I cough while I'm talking. See, you best be fucking mute in your mic because I'll get enough shit over it. Uh, I can edit it out, man. You can't edit oh. out your cuffs. I've got to edit out your cuffs. I don't mind edit out mine because they're mine. All right. <laughs> 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 this is don't make me laugh, laugh, man. Look at you. <laughs> oh, okay. Editing my own cuffs. There, I muted that one. Right, I muted that. Try not to make me laugh too much, man, because it fucks with my chest. Yeah. So, okay. as you know, you might know, if you're not new, I'm Mackie from persysgrowroom.com and this is High and Homegrown. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. We're everywhere, man. So search for High on Homegrown on your favorite social network and give us a follow. Nice one. What's up, Kentucky? So everybody want to say hello, Zian? You want to say hi, mate? Hello, everybody out there in uh, internet land. Um, ZN, uh, Percy's Grow Room, and Facebook occasionally under a different name because, yeah. <laughs> 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 Hope you enjoy the show, guys. What are you saying, teacher? You good? Uh, yeah, I'm better now. Um, hey guys, I'm Temple Grower from Saskatchewan in Canada. I am on Instagram, Twitter, Percy's, uh, YouTube, and here on High on Homegrown. And I've just gotten put into trim jail, so if I seem a bit off, maybe that's why. But Tony, mate, you must have been a right arsehole or something because you've been in that fucking trim jail for quite a while now. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know how it is, but uh. Like one of those lifelong criminals kind of thing, but pays off. How are you doing, GB? You good? Yeah, I'm all fucking not too bad myself here, my man. <laughs> uh, undecided. 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 I was having a great day. Getting a little bit higher first before you made that final decision. Yeah. Yeah. I know that feeling. And and then it's Monkey. What are you saying, Monkey? You good? I am real good, man. It feels good to be Sweet. back on the side of the screen yeah. with all you men. We missed you last week. All the lads on the side of the screen, but yeah, it's really nice to be here doing good. That's right. Um, I thought I'd leave you last, not mention it, you know, keep people in suspense. There is Monkey back. He's oh, Monkey yeah. back. Monkey's back. You know, Monkey yes, Monkey's back this week. You see, I figured last week, you know, after you guys forgot to start the recording, that that kind of cemented my spot on the panel for a while at least. So I, ha I have a job. I suppose that's the introduction. So we're going to run through the sections as we do. You've all been here before. You know how we roll. God damn, I sound like a real stoner today with that cough. <laughs> so it's let's move on. Cough, so I feel bad now. Well, well, you passed it on two weeks ago, two episodes, oh. man. You go back, you listen to two episodes ago, episode 14, and you'll see ZN infect us all throughout the episode. Yeah. That's why. That I, is I, a I good point, it. man. I got some mm -hmm. chest issues that too. Mm -hmm. yeah, I told you. That's right. It's that 5G shit, man. Yeah. 5G is so powerful, Fuck. it spreads <laughs> coronavirus <laughs> through the internet waves. <laughs> <laughs> let's do this tangent on to news and events.
Yeah, man, so, news and events, what's been going on in the world this week? You want to go first, GB? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, it is looking positive, possibly, for us here in Ireland. Um, our Irish Farmers Association, which is probably one of the biggest lobbyist groups in Ireland. Whatever the farmers wants, the farmers fucking get in Ireland. Um, they are seeking meetings with the Department of Health to issue or with the issues potentially changing the Irish law to allow production and proper sale of medicinal cannabis in Ireland. Um, yeah. yeah, it's like for THC as well, not just CBD. Full, full fucking everything they're talking about right, from so. industrial hemp right. going all the way up into full CBD oil. Um, where CBD comes THC will follow and will follow very quick. Um, it seems to, it seems to be the way it goes everywhere because we all know you need some THC in order for the CBD to be fully effective. Well, you need you need THC in, in order to survive, in my yeah, opinion. Well, in my too, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. we're 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 little fish. There, but you see, the thing is, if if you look, and it's the same in every country that you go to, you look at the politicians. The politicians try to keep the old people. The old people and the holy people mm. happy. Yeah. Because they're the voters, mate. Yeah. They are. But you see, thankfully. And the money has. Yeah, thankfully, we are starting mm. to change, change a bit here in Ireland. And even there's. <clears throat> when you have the farmers, the farmers are predominantly between 60 and 80 in Ireland. That is the age range of our farmers. Well, so maybe wanting the CBD. Exactly. The so well. when we have. Yeah. When we have uh, that that support and that from that that demographic coming, it is it's it's good things. It only goes good because it's when the, it's the farm. And I tell you, lads, the farmers have so much power here in Ireland. I don't know if it's yeah. the same in other countries, but in Ireland they do. But um, yeah, no, we are moving in the right direction. So if you want, um, I think Mackie has the links. They're talking about five thousand per ton is what they're talking taken is it and they're they're purely i mean i mean obviously a, probably a lot of them use it you know whether or not they tell anybody but they're looking at it in a commodity perspective as as something else they can grow and, and make money off of hey that's well a, that's all it is the that they're looking driver for. Be, behind yeah it's, it's yeah. the main primary driver and an awful lot has to do with brexit and um, because we sell we produce so much fucking food here for such a little country in Ireland. we we sell nine i think it's 90 percent of our our product goes to the uk market so with brexit and tariffs and all this bullshit that's going to be really bad for irish beef and irish yeah. dairy and irish pork and irish lamb so um that's they, they, they need to find something else that's going to take it and in fairness <laughs> sorry i've just thought just a brief moment and then it went on to a tangent it was like maybe ireland should leave eu because then they could make their own tra trade deal what would we call that Erexit. Oh, there has been talk. There was talk about that to start. What the fuck? That's an old one, Mackie. Erexit. Oh, man. Yeah, so yeah. That's the same. Better than the Wexit. Yeah, so it could, it could be really good. Um, and there is, there is already talks. And there's so many people um, 
I, I could go on for so long with some of the news at the minute, lads, over here. Um, we have two of the main campaigners that were for the medicinal cannabis are giving out stink. One has said that he's gone back to uh, Bloke Kenny. He has gone back to the illicit market because it is cheaper for him than going down the, the route because they have to go they have to go to a fucking dispensary in like Brussels or somewhere. Yeah, that's right. Oh, over here. Was it was, um, Mar- Martin was telling us or it could have been could have been um Maybe it was Carly. Maybe could have been Carly. Some people here YouTube, <laughs> it, was, it was someone but yeah they have to get they have to go to fucking thing and with Corona like they had to get a DH gel over to and not even to their norm, local pharmacy. They had to get a DH gel to some fucking dispensary and up in the capital in the city. So they had to drive like three, four hours up to get this fucking medicine and then yeah. drive back. And then if they got stopped on the way, they'd have fucking it'd be taken off them. Then they'd have to go and get fucking Stupidness. solicitor letter or fucking things from their, their solicitor and their doctor to say that they're allowed to have yeah. this. And it's it's just a fucking joke. Um, absolute joke. They should, like, if, if we have medicinal cannabis in Ireland, you should be able to go, even if it's just one dispensary in the go- in the country, yeah, you should be able that. to go and get it. Not this bullshit of having to fucking fly to another country. Three, four hours fly, flying time away. Madness. Let's just hope that them laws get changed, man. It's showing progress. Anyway. It is, and it's all moving in the way. Yeah. So hopefully the farmers will put a bit of fucking push behind it and it might go. I did Full decriminalisation, it's the only way to go about it. Yeah. Yeah. TG, what are you saying, man? You got news? Uh, yeah, it's. I guess it was, it's kind of just like a, there's a bunch of news stories. I didn't read any single one of them, but we had our two-year anniversary of, of legalisation of cannabis here in Canada yesterday. And um, yeah, I just wanted to, I guess, recognize that it's a, uh, it's important, but there's also a ton of work still to be done um, in terms of uh, what needs to happen. You know, we got to get rid of excise tax on medical marijuana, expunge all the people who still have criminal records because of marijuana, open up the farm to table and make it easier um, for smaller people to get in you know get rid of the barriers of entry and all that kind of stuff so legalization um i I just wanted yeah just to note that because it is it's a huge milestone and i i don't i don't disagree with that but um there's still a lot of work to be done even in canada absolutely yeah and um you know i i I know i'm cynical and i I do bitch and and (laughs) and uh, complain about about the system but uh but yeah um I don't know. Just keep up the good work, everybody that is doing good work, and uh, I I can only see changes for the better happening. If, the the fight is not over until, like you say, mate. Until you can have your shit tested and take it down to the farmers market and sell yeah. you, you you know make your own company. But until it's just, treated just like alcohol is, yeah. then you know I have these seeds that that are classified the same as as flour, and I mean I'd love to be able to to start up a, a small business and, and pass those along, you know, but um, yeah. I, I can't do that as it stands now. And we all know that seeds, you know, like I, I agree marijuana consumption because there's lots of things that could be wrong with consuming it, but seeds are, are a bit different. So things like that, right. Where there's still lots of work to be done, but um, yeah, it is, it's a milestone. So I just wanted to give a shout out to, to everybody and anybody that has had anything to do with that in the past, present and, and going forward. So uh, thank you very much and uh, respect. Keep up the hard work, everybody. Yeah. It's working. It's working. Yeah, slowly but surely. Zombie, what are you saying, mate? 
Amazon have decided now that they're dipping their toes into the CBD retail market. Up until now, they haven't been selling anything with any kind of CBD, THC, anything in it. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, they've decided that they're going to introduce a pilot program just for UK. No other countries, just for the UK, mm. which is a bit weird. Um, but just for the UK, they've allowed American firms to advertise on there, which is even stranger. Yeah. What the fuck is that about? I don't know. <laughs> but there's only 10 companies that have been allowed on. It's an invitation-only pilot. Uh, and they're not accepting any other sellers at the moment. I wonder, money has had to fucking cross hands because what's what ways the CBD um, sales or, or legal side of CBD in the UK, zombie? Well, we, we're allowed it. They sell yeah. it in chemists. It's everywhere now. Yeah, Definitely. you see, they sell it all over here too, but it's not actually, see, it's not proper CBD. It has no mm. benefits to the stuff that they sell over here. It's got a stupidly small amount. Of CBD yeah, it's really that most of them have got a stupidly small amount. I mean, if it, as long as it says contains CBD on the label, the the food regulations and stuff is ridiculous. What I think is important though is when they're doing these CBD things, it's not about how much CBD is in the product. It's about how many times they can put that cannabis leaf on an advertisement and have yeah. somebody see it yeah. and get them comfortable with it because that's what's that's going what to change people's about. minds over time. Well, that's yeah, a good I point think, actually. Like in Canada here, that's kind of. Well, that's kind of how I see at least one positive of legalization is nothing has fucking changed, right? Like we've had legalization and legal cannabis and, you know, the little pot logos everywhere. But the only thing that's really different is there's more litter, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, like Same it, with the UK as well. We've been legal yeah. medicinal for two years now, October 2018. And that's still, awesome. We, well, we, barely anything's doing done. There's a strange yeah, thing yeah. going about with this can of card as it goes, because apparently uh, all these these um, ridiculous price clinics in the UK, because yeah. of this can of card, uh, they seem to have cut their prices. Mm. So where it was costing, like, I, mean, I read an article earlier on that they, they were charging like £12 a day for people's prescriptions, um, like to fill their prescriptions and stuff. But now it's... How much you get for the, how much is the prescription or... It's nothing, is it? I mean, you, yeah. I think. No, I think well, how, how, how much do you get in the prescription? Like an I ounce? Think it's an ounce a week, an ounce a month. Oof. So if, if 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 you divide that up by thirty days, they're Ooh, charging yeah. you twelve quid for less than a gram, which is worse than the black market. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How does that work? Well, I mean, medical people we've talked to recommending two and a half grams a day minimum as a medical dose, so that's not yeah. even going to work. No. Over here, you're talking if they, if three. they charge fucking black, even black market prices, two and a half grams, you're going to be talking fucking 40 euro a day. Yeah, yeah, not, not good. No, that's the reason, again, like, I mean, to bring it back again to Canada because I live here, that's why so many medical patients go to the black market, go back to the black market mm -hmm. because to buy, like, my, my prescription is three grams a day, which works out to about three ounces a month, right? If I were to buy that legally, that'd be like, Twelve hundred dollars, you know, if I were to buy the quality that I'm used to, you know, growing at least, because yeah. even that quality doesn't even exist yet. But the highest quality stuff is really expensive. Yeah, that's so why. How can anybody? You know, any kind of legalization that? without home grow, it's just it's not practical for normal people like us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just before we move on to monkeys news, just well, four plants shouts out there, and TG bought it up as well. But there's a lot more litter mm -hmm. around. If you're a cannabis user, please be 
a respectful cannabis user and throw your shit in the bin to keep yourself tidy. Yeah, kids don't need to see that shit, remember. There are um, still kids around, and you need to respect that. They don't need to see this shit. Put it in the bin. Yeah, Monkey, you want to shoot yours, mate? Oh, sure. I mean, this is something that's been kind of brewing for a couple of weeks. I think Greenbeard touched on a part of it a couple of weeks ago, and then there was a debate a couple of weeks ago with the vice president in, uh, in the United States, and there was a debate, or not a debate, a town hall meeting this last week with the presidential candidates. And in both of these meetings, it was clearly said, first by the, by the uh, vice presidential candidate, Kamala Harris of the Democrats, she said, we will decriminalize marijuana and we will expunge the records of those who have been convicted of marijuana crimes. Okay, she said this to national P TV. That's right. Mm -hmm. On a debate. Now, I don't, of course, I heard this and I'm saying, man, I, I'm so excited about this. And I was real careful to say, I okay, remember, you remember? Remember that? Yes, I remember. I remember, I remember it. <laughs> God. All right, guys, you got to be going. Okay, so, South but anyway, now, but, but I didn't want to say anything about it. And I was real careful because she did say decriminalize. And that's a very fine point in there. And so yeah. the last week in, in the town hall meeting, Biden also said the same exact thing, that he will decriminalize marijuana and expunge the, the criminal records of those who have been convicted of the crime. Wow. So now we have both candidates, both people on that platform are in agreement that this is going to happen. It's okay. a massive step for, for social justice. You know? well, if, if we can get it to happen, it's the thing about this that excites me the most. The problem with legalization of cannabis in a lot of places has been this banking problem. The government has tied the banks down so tightly because this is an illegal drug. Well, okay, we'll decriminalize it and we'll control it. But the banking can now access it because, look, uh, it's not legal to, to uh, let's say, uh, morphine. You can't buy and sell morphine on the street but if you're a licensed producer of it and you're paying your taxes you sure can do business with the banks so this will turn Absolutely, cannabis into yeah. the same exact situation as long yeah, as you're legal will. you can do business with the banks now and it will yeah. release banking to the entire cannabis community worldwide that's awesome <laughs> and it, to me that's the most exciting thing about the whole thing right there it's becoming real Oh yeah, it's starting to it's come good. real real fast i mean given the legitimacy the, the legitimacy it deserves there's still issues with banks and cannabis, legal cannabis companies here in Canada. But if that happened in the States, I'm sure Canada would be like, oh, it's okay. And then well, we I mean, just go ahead and... Have, as long as you have everything yeah. in order and the government, you're doing it according to the rules, there's no, no reason. And if you look at it from an economic point of, point of view, the cannabis industry is having to do business all in cash. The banks don't get the advantage of using that money to invest in other infrastructure and make more money. So it is, it's actually hurting the economy, the fact that we can't put cannabis money back into our own economy. Well, it's hurting the bankers. If the bankers oh, yeah. see money that they can't get at, they'll be like, I need that money. We need to fix this. We need to fix this. I need that money. But I mean, I'm, I'm money, excited man. about the fact mm -hmm. that this is going to be decriminalized, possibly if we get this election done and if, if everything happens. But it's, it's just crazy to me that, you know, within the next year, we could start seeing major, major uh, barriers start falling around the world if this, if this actually happens. I mean, I'm, I, I can't man. tell I'm excited like crazy about this. This means that we can get medical cannabis, all 50 states in the country legally, and there won't be any question. And every state in the country will be able to decide whether they want recreational themselves. So this you is- You know, Mexico is going to legalize possibly in December as well. Yeah. I mean, They're going to be the biggest to cannabis market on the planet. Yeah, yeah. That was going to be my original story, but it seems like the world is kind of like maybe uh, past that breaking point. 
Yeah, everybody's just been sitting at home for like eight months with fuck all to do. Yeah. And like started smoking weed for like fucking yeah, months. So I tried exactly, to speak. I didn't man. know what this is actually okay. I didn't kill anybody. Yeah, you didn't you didn't go insane, you didn't you didn't go murder anybody, and you actually yeah. chilled out. I didn't jump out a window. Yeah. Only thing you wish is you had more of it and or it was cheaper, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a great story though. But and, and what happens usually it happened in, in a Colorado first, when they first went, they did the decriminalization medical thing first. And after a year or two, when everything went fine, everybody says, well, what about record? And, you know, Colorado says, well, yeah, sure, no problem. So maybe that could happen within the U.S. as well. You know, they decriminalize first and then eventually it goes to full legalization. Which yeah, it's step by step, man. I don't think anybody's taking that full step to like, yeah, fuck it, legal, recreational, all yours, no. do what you want to do. But yeah, anytime you see that the first step will change. take, it's like, man, this is something that's amazing right there. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm really, really excited about this. But this, I got this information out of marijuana, uh, marijuana Moment on the web. And it's just one of many sites that kind of compiles this stuff. And I think somebody had asked before for those links. So if, if you want to look it up or read any more about it, they had a pretty good article about it. It's a short article, but it's good. Cool, man. So for me, um, got anything? Can I jump into some quick? Oh, sorry, yeah, Chief, yeah. you had another one. I had you? one. Yeah, sure, I, do you remember me telling you about the member of parliament called Emer Higgins? I bit. No, nope, because I was. Stung. No, I've bitched I'll about this up, woman bro. many times. <laughs> she, um, a couple of weeks ago, I spoke about these edibles that a fucking group of kids in some fucking private school got hold of these fucking ed- and the, the police or the fucking ambulance and everything had to be called for them because they yeah. were fucking, oh, was this, was they got really, the Catholic, the girl Catholic school. girl school, they got really yeah, fucked up because they took these fucking, they took two or three of these fucking sweets each, you know, enough to knock a fucking horse in. Thousand milligram flipping yeah, nerd You know, and like yeah. they bought these off oh, this fucking, yeah. off this dude on Instagram, you know, and this dude is like fucking close enough to the same age of them. But this fucking oh, TD, Emer Higgins, came on and she was fucking going on and going mad in the fucking doll about these fucking edibles and how dangerous they are and that the dealers are using, are selling these now because the kids don't like the taste of tobacco. Sure. You know, but in the next fucking sitting she turns around and is talking about deadly laughing gas nitrous oxide Oxide, you know this Uh, and she's talking about how it's being imported by the eastern european criminal gangs and how it's it's destroying the fucking youth but then she says (laughs) then the worst she's turns around and it says that we need to regulate and fucking regulate it in the country. So it's absolutely ridiculous. You know, you know so it's, it's okay to take in and legalize and regulate nitrous oxide as a hippie crack fucking thing and yeah. laughing gas and sell it as that. But it's not okay to sell weed and natural fucking herb that grows from the ground. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, well, I saw something up on one of the social medias the other day where it was like, I didn't ever remember having to vote whether these should be illegal. And you just have a bunch of fucking pharmaceutical yeah. pills. We never had a vote on that. And we know for a fact there's deadly side effects to them motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. They're legal. We didn't have to vote for that. Should we make fucking paracetamol legal? Mm, what's the side effects? Is it dangerous? You know, yeah, if you take 11 or more, then you're, you're probably going to be dead the next day. It's like, yeah, we shouldn't fucking legalize that. That's crazy talk, man. That's yeah. Yeah. We've got some cannabis now. What's the side effects? Well, if you take too much, you're probably going to get sick and fall asleep, but you wake up no, the next no, day no. feeling we, fine. We Highly that. deadly, no yeah. illegal 
what the if fuck is wrong with you? If you smoke fifteen hundred pounds, it will kill you, Mackie. That's you don't remember that. Gosh, it's so fucking stupid. Look at that deadly like crazy. Yeah. yeah, those little t- t- fucking berries that grow on your tomatoes mm-hmm. after the flowers yeah. or potatoes. Sorry, on your potatoes, yeah. Yeah. those are poisonous. But we fucking are like we grow potatoes like potatoes, a motherfucker, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, there's tons of poisonous shit. Japanese knotweed is yeah. is um pretty i think that's a bad one right there's there it's a herbal one too if you use it correctly but like like i got fucking stinging nettles in my yard man that shit hurts yeah <laughs> you don't legal make that illegal that will like, cause more damage to you than fucking cannabis though. yeah oh, fucking oh, belladonna more than fucking much of them. certain people say oh, yeah like with the nightshade mushrooms you know how many mushrooms will kill you Belladonna is used as, as like fucking as a date rape thing sure people are taking this drawing a Crushing oh. it up and blowing it into people's face, and then they're fucking, yeah. they're they're not able to move. They're fucking paralyzed. This is why the government needs to stop being such so fucking childish mm. and look at the facts and the problems that are in front of us and make actual solutions. And the only real solution we have is to legalize or decriminalize, but control them in some way. So the fucking the people using these things are safer. Because people die all like the time candy. because of this bullshit, man. You know, not just you know cannabis, well, not not cannabis at all, but other drugs. You know, it all needs to be controlled yeah. properly. So we're all fucking safer. Hopefully that day will come, you know. We'll it see. will eventually. We should move on to the famous stoners. Let's do this. That's just a short one, so you was able to stay quiet throughout the music. Nice. Huh. GB, stand to you. Oh, um, yeah, this week we are going to talk about one of the granddaddies of Ganja himself. Um, he has smoked with everybody from fucking just everybody. You know, they, I don't think he hasn't smoked with me. Oh, true. Yes, oh, yeah. No, he hasn't He has sp- smoked with nearly everybody <laughs> of note. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. thank you for that. I got you now. Okay. And he, I'm not a note. What? No. <laughs> What's that supposed to be? Oh, well, and he has even fucking blazed on the White House roof. Um, this week we're going to have a little chat about Willie Nelson. So we'll start off with Willie was born in Texas in 1933. You know, and poor Willie had a fucking rough start in life, man. You know, his fucking mom ran off when he was only a couple of months old. You know, and then his dad fucking met some other fucking chick, got remarried, and then he fucked off as well. So the kids were left as fucking orphans, basically, and they were raised as oh, as they were raised by their grandparents. They hadn't got a lot of money either. Like it was, it was back in the thirties, like so. They used to, um, oh, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. So he used to pick cotton in the fields and things um, to oh. to raise money with his grandparents during the summer. And his oh. granddaddy was a music teacher. And he bought him a, his first guitar when he was six. Nice. Yeah, and taught him a few chords. And then Willie wrote his first song when he was seven. But then when he was 13, a tender young age, that's when he decided, I ain't picking cotton anymore. And he wanted to make his life in music. So at 13, he decided he started um, playing in bars and dance halls and honky-tonks and stuff. So he used to play for the whole summers, go to school go back to the summers and weekends and things he used to do so and that's where he started drinking so a lot of people didn't know that Willie was a fucking rage in Alco as well when he was young that's what those country that. guys were hey yeah most of them I would say most, most of them. I suppose it's uh, people who live like troubled childhoods like that usually turn to some kind of mm. 
drug and alcohol was the one that was around the most back in them days. So. Yeah. Maybe that's the reason why. Well, you see, and then plus when you put in from a young age, at, like he started at 13, he was playing in dance halls and he was playing in taverns. Drink was available. You know, it was available. Yeah, was there even free. like, did you have to be 21 then? I, I don't think so. US? You know, I don't think so. I think you were fucking, it's the same kind of anywhere. You know, if you're a young child, like I've gigged in pubs when I was like 15 and 16 and I got fucking yeah, drink. Yeah. You know, I used to get served in my school uniform. You know, so, yeah, um, <laughs> once you had a beard, you're okay. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, so um, where was I? Thank you, thanks. Blah, blah, blah. About so yeah, so yeah, I'm fucking whiskey yeah. was his fucking downfall, man. You know, like to a lot mm. of people, like I, I like wee whiskey. Whiskey doesn't make me fucking nasty or anything, but it fucking made him a horrible bastard, and he says that himself. You know, it made him a, mm. an angry, angry, nasty person. Um, people ask him why did it? Why? Why does? Why? Uh, people often ask really, why do you smoke weed? And he says it's it's pretty much like our friend Mackie here on the show. It's to keep down the rage. You know? What are you trying to say, man? <laughs> well, I'm not a fucking angry person. Stop fucking saying I'm angry. Or fucking... <laughs> Ooh, here we go. No. <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm not, I am really. I'm one of the angriest people I know, man. Yeah. But I rationalize it well. Does that make so. you angry? <laughs> so what we do is... It does, mate. It's that fucking bad. It's twisted as fuck. <laughs> yeah, you see, I find it as well... When pink people piss me off or things, oh, I smoke a spliff and I kind of like, yeah, do you know what? Maybe it wasn't that bad or yeah, it was bad, but you know, I just couldn't be arsed fucking dealing with it. No, I smoke a spliff and I was like, I think you overreacted a bit. <laughs> no, but what we do is... No, no, no. That's just, you know, like your opinion, man. <laughs> nice, TG. <laughs> right, we won't go too much into Willie's drinking episodes and stuff because... um. It's not a part that he's proud of in his life. So we will move forward to Willie smoking his Genji. Yes. So, and then he went from a horrible drunk to being just a chilled out, mellow fucking redhead, he says himself. He has been an advocate for fucking weed for fucking over, over half a century. He's been smoking weed for super long. He has been super. Like he started smoking mm. weed when he was 25, lads. You know? Well, just think about the evolution of weed from that time till mm. now, man. It's, it's just yeah, crazy. He started smoking in the 50s? He then? started smoking in the 50s. He was only 25. What kind of weed was in the 50s? It was kind of cheap stuff, fucking mostly, land yeah. race. Yeah, it yeah. was like fucking... Yeah, yeah. They had the Mexican, Mexican land race and shit. Yeah, uh, Mexican and bush weed. And Mexican you land see those old High Times photos of like the first High Times cups with the scraggly Mexican shit. I right? give you a good one. Do you know what they used to call weed back then? They called it boo. 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 Right. Isn't boo so much you got? Yeah. Well, fancy a bit of boo. Huh. Or, or I'm going to go and smoke a bit right? of boo with my bow. It was always grass <laughs> back in the day. Yeah, so I was thinking I'm going to start calling a boo from now. Or reefer. But boo, that's what I'm calling it from now oh, on, yeah. man. Reefer is one of my favorites. I like I reefer. reefer, man, yeah. So yeah, they had some weird fucking names. But yeah, he's like, he's been fucking smoking for fucking ever. You know, and like he's said, uh, he's been going on about the medicinal benefits for weed for nearly half a century and he's been arrested several times. Uh, once mm -hmm. he was arrested in the Bahamas when he was going over, I can't remember who he was with now. Um, it's pretty bad to get arrested for weed in the Bahamas. Yeah, but you know what it was? He, they were late for the flight, so they had just ran to the flight, got jumped on their private plane and their luggage followed them. 
So it was when they went to collect their luggage, he had weed in his jeans pocket in his thing. It was only a small bit, but he was getting done for importation. That's always everybody's excuse. Yeah. It was just oh, too much drink. I, I didn't, didn't know about it. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. It's an honest mistake, sir. So, yeah, so yeah. like he, he got bailed out and then he was in front of the judge and the judge kind of like didn't want to make a big deal about it. So he just, he would have not to fucking put him in prison and everything. So like instead he just told him, Willie, you must leave this country and you are never to come back. <laughs> so Willie is and he's like, fine. <laughs> you know, um, That's some uh, old school yeah, shit. Yeah, there was another time him and his sister and their, his manager and that, they got done for, they were on the tour bus coming from LA to Vegas or no, down to Texas and they got stopped and he got fucking six ounces of weed on the bus. You know, like he was, he was looking at 10 years in prison or two years in prison and up to 10, 10 grand fine. But the judge said to him, he let him off with a hundred dollar fine. And if he sang blue eyes crying in the rain to the jury oh, and nice. to the courthouse. And then there was a oh. bit of people kind of gave out about it and saying that it was, it was like fucking showing preferential treatment and everything because that's yeah, his, absolutely. he should but... have got like fucking. Big Can you imagine if he was an African-American exactly. guy? He would have been fucking slapped with mm. that. Big well son. Yeah. Oh, he would have been fucking. They would have made yeah. an example out of him. Man. Well, he ended up paying a $500 fine. Yeah. Yeah. And then when yeah. he gave up, he gave up weed. As so what people, and it was all over the news and media back in um, 2019 that Willie was giving up cannabis and he was giving up weed because of his emphysema. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. He didn't ever gave up weed. He just moved on to vapes. Yeah, you know, he's yeah, vapes. He that. uses edibles. He uses teas. You know, he has. Yeah, it's nuanced. Yeah, yeah. he has his yeah, own. His lungs can't handle it anymore. So it's not just, smoking. Uh, I'm still he's got, yeah, it's Just them yeah. guys there in chat that's been taking a piss on me for the last half hour, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's two meter distance, Richard. And yes, it does stretch that far, mate. All right. Open stretches. Sorry, Jimmy. So, yeah. Carry on. I just um, had to make sure that was said. <laughs> so, right. like, how many people, how many people do you know who have been like, in trouble with the law, has openly fucking smoked weed for fucking decades and has still fucking been invited to the White House and has stood on the Roy House looking down into the Rose Garden and across the fucking the skyline of fucking Washington, D.C. while smoking a big fat spliff. You know, nobody cool. else. How can you hate Willie Nelson? Yeah. Man? Like his songs are like, I put on On the Road again literally every single time I start driving fucking anywhere longer than half an hour. <laughs> it's my go-to. And it was, this shit. was confirmed as well. Like it was even President Carter, he confirmed it last year or or just earlier this, this year, sorry, in last month or the month before, I think it was, he confirmed that it is true that Willie did actually smoke on the White House roof. Willie has smoked with everybody. Oh, as I said, from Bob Dylan to Snoop to Cheech and Chong to Jay-Z, he smoked them all out. Keith Richards is said, has been quoted saying that Willie is always high. At least I wait 10 minutes in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> right then, lads, so, uh, we'll move on to the grow guys. It's, uh, right, let me press it first. Here we go. Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Did we stay nice. quiet that time? Yeah, well, uh, TG was... TG's out in chocolate. I thought going to break out into, it. like, a freestyle rap or something. Oh, it was going to oh, be no. pretty cool. In my imagination, it was so this cool. Is, but it didn't happen. 
Right, so here we are with the grow guys. Now, last week we were discussing all the different things you can do with your weed once it's been harvested. And we realized that there's so much you can do with it that it's going to need two episodes to break it all down. We went through like bongs and spliffs, joints, vapes. And there's some little bits of edibles and oils, but uh, we want to go more into the edible side of things in this episode and uh, like uh, bombs and bath bombs. Yeah, and and the edibles. Use cannabis like that too. Fuck stuff. you up. Infusions, mm. you call them, eh? Yeah. Is that what they call infusions? Infusions, okay. yeah. Inf- well, I would, that's what I would call them, yeah. You're infusing oils or whatever with with cannabis to, you know. So any of you guys done something like this before? With that? Like, yeah, you've made butter before, haven't you, Zane? Yeah. Do you want to oh, go yeah, through your process stuff. and how you make that? Um, well, it, I, I've, I've got so much trim. I never do anything with my trim. It's just bagged in a freezer, at the bottom of the freezer, and I've now got what two two drawers full of it? One drawer with food in, and two drawers with flipping trim in. So yeah, you know my <laughs> importance is. Um, occasionally, I, I think right, I'm going to do something with this. I've done uh, what's it? Hash ice, ice bubble hash. Yes, I've done yeah, that. Yeah. Um, that was okay, uh, and then I thought, butter, butter's easy. So I just go down the shop, buy a couple of pounds of butter. Are you talking butter or margarine? You get I'm talking butter, butter, proper butter. Right. No, no margarine, margarine no, no. Yeah. <laughs> can't believe it's not butter. None of that. Yeah. What's it? Yeah. Proper, what? Not actually, butter. You know, like the Audi version. What? Not no, butter. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I can believe it's not. Kerrygold. Kerrygold every time. Yes. Yeah. Me love me Irish. You butter. can. You but, cannot fucking beat that Kerrygold. Of course. You know, you know the crack. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, you so, can't. Yeah. What's that? Get, get a Kerrygold butter. Yeah. Kerrygold, my man. Come on. That's what I said. I just got a speech impediment where I can't pronounce cheese properly. They call it Kerry. The Kerrygold buyer. Send some butter here. I'll send you some maple syrup. It's the finest. I like maple syrup. Tangent ass motherfuckers. What are you doing, man? Yeah, sorry. Tangent ass motherfuckers. What is that? What are we even talking about? I don't know. Butter. The animals explain that. Yeah, butter. Yeah, butter. So it, I'll, I'll just put it in like a double boiler, a pan of hot water with a, a bowl inside it to stop it burning. Um, three, four ounces of trim in with the, the, the pound of butter um, and just leave it on really, really simmer, really the lowest heat you possibly can right. for about and five, six hours. Right, that long? Yeah, and longer the better. It, and do you so, decarb? Well, people do it for 14. Do you decarb your trim for CN? I do, yes. That Sorry, yeah, I Decarb Does it get it hot enough room. to decarb it in, as if it's being cooked for that long? It should be. Yeah. It, the, so it's, it's always best to decarb just... Yeah, the, 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 thing, the thing people say is to decarb it first, no matter what you're doing with it. So your you, 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 you valuable THC is there as you need You it. activate the THC, right, essentially. You, right. You're, tra- you're turning all the THC A into THC through decarboxylation. Mm-hmm. But um, through the slow heating of the, the slow cooker or whatever, that should work, but you kind of just making sure, I guess, through the 45-minute decarb in the beginning. But yeah, some people, or most people do, but it's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I guess we should measure the end product to really see, but anyway. so, so after six hours, what are you saying, Zane? Um, it goes, well, it, <laughs> it's strained. Um, I stick it in the fridge, and then I use it in my brownies. Right. You use it anything, use, right? Like, butter as, uh, like with the recipe. 250 grams of butter and you use that instead. Yep. Oh no, just just little bits of butter. Couple, right. oh. Maybe 
what three 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 tablespoons of butter right because right, you're lightweight but if you was like hardcore I didn't, i'm lightweight i'm flipping lightweight. <laughs> and i make shit like if if the recipe i have a brownie box downstairs for example that call, calls for 250 mils of oil so if yeah. if i had any cannabis oil i would put in 250 mils and yeah. you can do the math and you know approximate what you're gonna get per dose assuming you mix it properly and evenly but you know Oh, what I have to say is I don't make loads of them. These are only maybe like nine, not like massive trays full. So I'm, I'm putting 30, 40 mil in. So they're usually gone in a day. <laughs> they don't last long at all. Right. Um, but they yeah. do work. Most definitely work. I mean, uh, yeah. if, you, if you guys, the cannabis gummies as well. I was going to say, I've them. done the gummies. Awesome. No, what are you I've, saying? I've done those too, yeah. yeah. Um, I've done the gummies up, um, they're not, they're fucking so savage when you make them as well. Mm. You know, um, handiest thing, use your decarbed, you get your decarbed, um, cannabis. I use, um, um, what's it called? Nativa. Yeah. Yeah. Nativa coconut oil. Um, and that's what I stick my, um, kind of our decarb into. I mix that up and I get rid of it. So it's just right. And then you have, um, if you get gelatin mix, um, like a plain, plain unflavored one, yeah. uh, you can get it to a flavored as well if you want. You know, I, I normally add in uh, my, I, I love vanilla and stuff, and it's very hard to get vanilla jellies, so I put a tiny bit of vanilla essence and stuff in, so it gives it my own taste. Jello for, for flavoring. Um, cannabis educator on the on the site. He's got a he really does a really good. he's he's got a good website altogether. He's the uh, yeah, owner okay. of Cannabis Information Institute. Mm. Yes, so cannabisinformationinstitute.com. If you want to make yeah. edibles, that's, oh, where that's you need the to place go. to check. You know, he's got everything mm. over there. Like yeah, just for like not every meal you could eat. He's got some way to put weed in it. It's fucking yeah. Weird. Oh, he tells you how to make fucking bat bombs and everything for your women, lads. Mm-hmm. So fucking yeah. Oh, I wouldn't mind fucking. We should really have got him on for this show, but he's so busy all the time. Yeah, man. so busy. But I know that he's eager to get on. So as soon as we do have an opportunity, we're going to be interviewing him and ask him about his shit. He's just real busy right now. Yeah, no, that'd be awesome. He's a good guy, man. He's a good dude. guy. Yeah, but his gummies work good. I, uh, I've had, I've made them a few times, and I use a turkey bit, a small turkey baster. You know, um, I soak up when I have it all kind of mixed and it's all done up. About 10, 15 minutes on a low heat, you add everything together and just whisk it all up so it's nice nice and go. It goes into a nice kind of a texture as well. Um, and then just pour it into your little gummy gummy um, shaped mixes or your, what are they called, trays? Yeah. You know, and then just stick them into yeah. the freezer for like a half an hour, lads, <laughs> and fucking Bob's your uncle. You are fucking high as a kite, you know. Um, it's important as well to know how much and um, to weigh out your decarbed weed or what weed you're going to use. So, like, because there's no point just throwing a big shitload of it in. You won't know what strength your edibles are either. So you yeah. should, like, if you're if you're going to put kind of like 20 grams or 30 grams of fucking decarbed weed into it, that's you're able to work it out. I'm not good at math, so I'm not even going to try well, assuming you know the THC in there, which is you will, you will be able to give if, yourself a rough a rough estimate, like because the, 
Yeah, if you want the milligram per gram exactness, then you would you would definitely need to know how much THC is in the weed you're using, how much weed you use, and then you have to assume that you have homogeneity, which is like equal distribution of all of that medicine throughout whatever you're cooking too, which probably doesn't always happen, right? Some one corner of the brownie tray is going to be way stronger than another right, corner. Definitely. So, uh, how, coconut, but the coconut oil was mentioned earlier. Yeah. And oh, yeah. that's an important ingredient as well if, you, if you're if making any kind of edibles because it's got, uh, it makes the THC more bioavailable. So your body can absorb it better mm -hmm. if it goes through the coconut oil. It, it, it absorbs differently by the fats in the body, so you get a much higher percentage of the THC. They say it's I, one of the better yeah, ones to use, yeah. It's apparently like 80% increase on bioavailability, which is fucking, it's high. Man. I add a little pinch. Yeah. I add a tiny pinch of cinnamon in as mm. well. How's that? It, it, nice. Oh yeah, I love cinnamon. Is one thing, yeah. but it actually cinnamon helps the body. It's as you said, it it helps the body absorb it, absorb the THC like fucking three or four times more. Um, we we covered it. Oh, we covered it when we were back in episode one with Jesus with his THC oil because. When we had Jesus on as a guest. Yeah, yeah no, when we that. covered it, it was um, <laughs> because they use two different types of cinnamon in that recipe. Uh, they use fragrance um, cinnamon and then they use stick cinnamon. There's two different types. I didn't know that until then either. Oh, in Vero, I didn't say it was the healthiest. I said it was the best one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like bacon, like bacon. Bacon is the best meat, but it's definitely not the healthiest. Oh, I love bacon. <laughs> I mean, eating a big jar of coconut oil, is, it's, it's a lot of fat, but coconut oil has gotten a really bad reputation. And I don't want to go into this in this podcast, but it's it was demonized back in the day when other oils, palm oils and things like this right. were preferred. And so, Ooh. yeah, coconut oil is fucking good. It's like and it's healthy. Coconut oil is pretty good. for you. And, uh, yeah. Sorry. I was going to say, get... um, bath bombs, <laughs> but, man, I've never made any of those. Do me either, man. Just that sounds like interesting, a, actually. My a wife bath would love bomb and dropped oil onto it and let it dry or something. Does anybody know how that shit works? One cup of baking soda, one half cup of citric acid, one half cup of Epsom salt. One half. Why does it sound explosive? I know. One half cup of cornstarch. Two tablespoons of coconut oil melted. One mm -hmm. tablespoon of water. CBD oil or tincture. I'd personally use CBD oil and some THC. Hopefully it would that nice. give a bit more kick. And seven, six mm -hmm. or seven drops of organic lavender oil. Now you can use six or seven drops of any organic scented oil. Um, this True. is just to make a lavender one. Um, and that's pretty much it. You put it all together, just cush it all up, and just fucking compact it down into like a fucking, like a snowball. And let it dry out. And Bob's your uncle, you have your bath bomb. Use put me onto this, MTG, I think. You can actually use your decarbed weed, or your weed from your vape. And that, that yeah, you yeah. can use that. AVB. Yeah. After vape bud. Yeah, it works great. I mean, it's effectively, it's decarb. And you do, you're sucking out a lot of the, you know, the cannabinoids are vaporizing from the vapor, but there is a lot There's of residual. There's a lot of residual uh, left over. So like, yeah, I, I'm saving yeah. mine up here now and I have a good yeah, fucking, too. good, good bit here. I might actually have to break. I might go out and stick it all into, uh, into a bit of brioche. I've never done it, but um, 
because edibles really don't do a heck of a lot for me, but there's these things called firecrackers. Just, Basically, they're a, a graham cracker that has Nutella, but you take your, your, your after-vaped bud and you sprinkle it on that mm. Nutella and you sandwich it and you kind of just wrap it in a tin foil. You bake it for a while to, you know, activate or whatever's left. You can do this with fresh bud or decarbed, um, but yeah, you basically just make a weed sandwich and you eat that. And it kind of, I mean, it tastes like weed, but supposedly <laughs> it does, you know, work. Uh, mm. just as a quick edible kind of, uh, you know, um, infusion type thing. You smell like garlic, man. Who smells like garlic? My weed. This is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> there's some of those breath. strains out there that are, you know, garlic breath. It's yeah, there's a, a lot of them coming out now as well, isn't there? A lot of garlic. Wow. Strains. It's like onion kind of garlic. New things and strains. This is, my this is your A472. This is your own um, strain, yeah. TG, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Very interesting. Nice. Anyway, the bombs right. are sweet, though. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I don't bombs, know who I cut bombs. in over, so I do apologize, lads. I can't even remember what we were talking about. Uh, grow guys, I just uh, yeah, drifted. Yeah, we just about uh, finished with that, really. I mean, there's so many different kinds of edibles. There's cookbooks on that shit. Yeah, bombs, you just need to, the basics, like we talked about before, with making oil, but then you just use that oil to make a bomb, essentially, right? Yeah. The bombs are... Could you essentially just, like, buy bath bombs and drip yeah. it on them? I think you Probably. could. Probably. Yeah. And, um, or even get a bath bomb, crush it up, and then put the shit in, and then put it back together. That's nice. And there is some pretty cool, nifty new machines out that um, kind of does oh. so much of the work for you. Mm. No. But they're expensive. They're, they're not that dear either. I was looking at them. Oh. Expensive is a relative so. Oh. Yeah. But I suppose. I suppose. Some of the company, the medical companies here, give you pill like you know dosage things. So if you make oil, then they give you this pill filling thing, and then you put your oil in these pills that are supposedly yeah. you know whatever micro whatever dose you want, and then you just eat one of those little pills, like uh, like you would a Tylenol or a paracetamol or whatever you want to call that shit, mm -hmm. and. Uh, yeah, that works too. But um, right. Uh, so, so is there anything else you want to discuss about edibles? Anybody want to cover anything they've made? Um, you do make them. Just be careful. Yeah, that's one. Yeah. And they do. They yeah, do take a while to oil. kick in. So like, if you do like, if you make some chocolate or if you have a if you eat one brownie and if you don't feel anything for about fifteen or twenty minutes and go, hmm, maybe I'd have two more. Don't oh, have no, that no, two no. more. Give it at least 30 minutes to 45 minutes. Oh, GB, at do least it. twice that, yeah. man. You know, if it's if your first time ever going with edibles, oh, wait at least wait, two hours, man. Mm. At least two hours before you up your dose, because you never know when that thing's going to kick yeah, in. Yeah, true. I don't know. A, a bad edible trip for a noob is really not a good way to start with cannabis, though, man. Right, so uh, we should move on then to strain of the week. Are we ready for this? Sure. Let's cool. Do Wow. What we got? Statue oh, monkey. Well, you know, I want to talk about a strain. Now, this is high on homegrown. I wanted to get into a strain that maybe not exactly suitable for homegrown is, you know, as it stands today, but it, it's definitely something that's really important. It's called haze, just plain old haze. I mean, this is something that came in. When it came out, it literally changed the world of marijuana. I mean, it was, you know, all of a sudden, this was a 100% sativa very clear very energetic very up high you know only thing that had been around before that was more of the indica the heavies the you know sleepy kind of stuff and all of a sudden this was something and, and when you 
when you use this, when you smoke the haze, it was like taking speed, man. You felt like you were flying. It was, it was an amazing thing and it had never been done before. But this stuff started back in the 70s in the region of Santa Cruz, California. And during that time, these two brothers that were known as the Hayes brothers that just happened to be friends with another guy that's very famous. We've already talked about Sam the Skunk Man. Now, they knew Sam and they knew Sam had some seeds. Now, Sam gave them some seeds and they started playing around. First thing they did is he took a land race pure from Mexico and crossed it with a land race from Colombia. And they started going around and selecting females. Then they threw a little bit of Thailand and a little bit of India in that. And what they ended up with was what we now know of as haze. Now, haze is, is never really was a really good stable marijuana strain because it was very hard to get it homogeneous. It was kind of lanky. It didn't yield a whole lot. It was extremely uh, desirable. Everybody wanted it, but it was hard to grow. Flowering time on haze was long. It is. <laughs> the flowering time averaged 16 weeks and sometimes could go Surely. up to 21 weeks on some, Four on some different fucking months. Exactly. And some of them just kind of keep going. Eh? They're like, yeah, it's one of the weird strains. Some of them just keep, you know, almost like, um, what's the word, foxtailing and keep, you know, popping up a little bit more real airy buds. But that was haze for a long time. But what happened with haze, you know, it was a great, it threw us some genetics that we could do things with all of a sudden different things. And so Sam, the skunk man takes this, this haze thing and he brings it back over into uh, Amsterdam and they started playing with it. And all of a sudden you started in the 80s starting to come out with these amazing haze crosses. Like one of the first ones that came out was one of them that Jorge Cervantes talked about his very favorite Northern lights five by haze. Doesn't really have a name. It's just called Northern lights five by haze. And the thing is, the reason I wanted to talk about haze, to me, haze is a, is a family of marijuana. It's not just, you know, a specific thing. When you get into the hazes, it's so different. I've, I mean, I've never smoked anything quite like haze. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's out. And so you know it too. You never forget. It's, it's yeah, a, I love that flavor. I love it. Sandalwood, you know, it smells like dirty hippies is what it smells like. Sandalwood, <laughs> a little bit of pepper, uh, citrus in some of them, a lot of it's, citrus. Uh, spicy is the one that comes to mind. Like the overall is, is spicy, spicy weed. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's delicious. Pure, pure haze anymore. I mean, because like I said, it's just hard, you know, cultivators just don't like to play with it. It doesn't yield a lot. It's not very commercial. Yeah. You can find it, it, but it's kind of a special thing. But I was going to ask the panel, what is your favorite uh, a haze cross s5 is that it? is that it uh, s5 is the shit is it oh my god i smoked just the back cross like yeah yeah you can't get any five times fuck knows where yeah. to get some i think i'd have to go with neville's haze myself yeah. oh fuck man classic That's, classic you can't yeah, go yeah. wrong there's yeah, so that's many my favorite hazes. Beatles song this man. It's too many yeah. but i mean look neville's at haze Silver. though yeah super silver haze man super silver yeah, he doesn't know that. Yeah, and I mean that's why I wanted to get into the haze things. There are so many things related to haze, unless we even start with talking about haze, we can't even get to these goodies that are back there behind there. There's so many wonderful hazes. Lemon haze, amnesia like, haze, yeah, mm. amnesia haze, lemon haze. You know, it's all these things. There's just so wonderful things. And like you said, all of these family. When you smoke a haze family, you will definitely know it's haze. It always mm. brings you that up, energetic, clear head feeling. You know, we well, it's more the flavor that does it for me. I, I know straight away by it's that. Always, even the you know, smell of it, even the smell. It's, and you, you, you know when it's a haze, like you guys said, because nobody grows the shit. And commercially, uh, here, like here in Canada, in the black market, nobody yeah. touches that stuff because mm -hmm. 16 weeks, 
you can crop out fucking twice in that time with you know 10 times the yield that you would get out of that so it's a very very connoisseur type thing until you get into the more robust crosses yeah, yeah. So anyway, we, we go back to hazing. As far as home grow goes, you wouldn't really want to consider even growing the original haze indoors because you're saying plants averaging five to six foot tall indoors. It's just mm -hmm. not, you know, even, even in a scrog, that's going to yeah, be even a in a scrog. And trying to <laughs> keep a strain in the tent for 16 to 20 weeks, that's just, no. But there's a lot of really good ones like, okay, uh, Northern Lights 5 by Haze, Super Silver Haze, like I said, Neville's Haze. Those are all wonderful hazes that if you want to try some haze, that's where I'd go well, with I've it. got Super Silver Haze in my collection from the Greenhouse. And they've been in my collection for about three years. Yeah. And they've always been the next seeds I'm going to pop. Uh, <laughs> and, and what happens? Then you look and, at things and it's like, like do I, I can't do it. I mean, yeah. that's, just, that's just the flowering time, man. It's just fucking flowering time. And, you know, you have to push it further than what the Buddha says to really get a good shape. Well, yeah, you're going to be, that's a, a five to six month commitment to get that. Yeah. Right. Really? Anybody got time for that? <laughs> yeah. I got some Romulan haze I want to pop because I think the Romulan being a much shorter flowering time, yeah. at least the description says it keeps that haze funkiness, but yeah, obviously it's not fucking four or five months of work. So I'm pretty excited for that one. I'm looking at some that's G13 a... haze in my collection that might get oh, soon. That's that's another classic man that's yeah, yeah g13 too many um, haze well not, not too many you know because yeah. there can never be too many never too many haze. this is why haze auto is good though because you can get the flavor yeah. and it's done quicker yeah you know that's the best thing so if have you're you gonna yeah i've grown a couple they haven't been bad it's yeah. been pretty sweet each time. Yeah, they, uh, the amnesia haze. but you know i like amnesia my autos awesome. man. some people fucking hate autos but autos are good shit man I mean, you go I'm, to the right breeders. I'm, I'm once a year on autos. I can get enough of them out of one run in a year. But yeah, I, I, autos are good. But I was curious, do you still get that, you know, the haze goodness out of the haze autos? Yeah. I have some amnesia haze here and I definitely do. I don't know who the breeder is because mm -hmm. the seeds were given to me. But yeah, it's it's fucking like smoking sandalwood. Uh, and okay. Well, yeah. Uh, and Ministry of that Cannabis. That, yeah. one, I think that might be uh, one of the companies doing amnesia haze. Cool. Oh, yeah. And I've grown one of theirs before, and that was pretty fucking nice. I thought Dutch Passion has a amnesia haze cut. Maybe. Oh, maybe Dutch Passion have got some good shit. Man. One of the big haze and go with it. The know. big Branks has one too. I don't remember. Maybe Paradise. I don't know. Check yeah. around the vault. They have everything. So monkey, what are you saying? It's well, I'm just in chat up here. You know, we're up up the stream, but I just happened to see something in ch in the chat right there. Jack Hayes. I forgot to mention Jack Hayes. Man, that is epic. Yeah, um, it's just a shame that that flowering period is so long. Yeah, you know what? We got to do it one day anyway. <laughs> I'm going to do it definitely. But anyway, guys, look, if, if you're new into weed and you want to try something different, I mean, totally different, totally different experience, different taste, try a Hayes family. Yeah, yeah so many of them out there. Some of, them, some of these crosses really, they, you can finish them in about you know, eight to 10 weeks, uh, some of the shorter flowering ones. So there are some out there that you can actually get into like that. So I will say that. too that haze is, is like, I never buy weed, but if I were to buy weed and even expensive weed, haze would be, as long as I can guarantee it's real, that yeah. would be something I would be willing to pay more than I would normally be willing yeah. to pay, mm -hmm. which is nothing. <laughs> but <yeah. laughs> I mean, I, when I went out west in the legal states, haze really wasn't any more expensive. Well, maybe slightly, but not significantly more expensive than the other bud that they were selling. But I mean, the other bud wasn't cheap, put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. No matter what you buy, it's yeah. expensive. But there we go. Yeah, great great you know, strain, man. That was. When you're on vacation great. in an area, you just treat yourself, you buy it anyway.
Nice For strain sure. of the week. A good classic yeah, original. Yeah, it's kind of like family, family of strains almost. And mm-hmm. we'll talk more about different hazes. Blue maybe. Dream, man. Blue Dream is blueberry cross with the haze. And that's one of the most fucking yeah, it's maybe hyped up. Well. But it's a it's a. I've grown nice that strain. one. It's a very nice strain yeah. too. Yeah, no, I like definitely. it. And if blue, you know how I roll. Yeah. Right, so the interview, lads, let's do it. Do it. <laughs> are you matching now, are you, GB? I'm fucking stoned to bone, my <laughs> man. Sweet. Stoned to bone. Or you bow. All right, so this interview was with uh, Peter Reynolds, who is the president of CLEAR. He's a cannabis law reform organization. And uh, he's, he's a cool guy, man. He's got lots of interesting points. He's a grower himself. He grows himself just a couple of autos to keep himself tied over. And uh, he's also got a controversial website out there against him, which we speak about briefly. That's funny. He was kind yeah. of upfront about that. He didn't hide anything, man. He tells everything. No, that's it. Yeah. It's just better to be straight up. Isn't it? Darn right. I don't believe everything you read on the fucking internet either, guys. Obviously. Yeah. That's the message. Like, yeah, yeah. I was fucking raging. <laughs> I missed that interview, man. No, yeah, he's a cool guy. You don't want to miss the interviews next week. We've got a couple of big interviews coming up this week, people. Oh, we do. Oh, we yes. do. Let's not tell yes. them. Let's not tell them. We'll wait until they're recorded and they're in the bag, and then we'll tell you. <laughs> let's move on let's do it here we go the interview enjoy so yeah and this is peter from clear yes uh cannabis law reform organization nice well, um we did i did some googling and I, I don't know if you want to talk about it. And you, you don't have to if you don't want to. But we saw a website, uh, Peter Reynolds Watch. Uh, you've <laughs> oh, obviously seen that. I've seen that, yeah. <laughs> so what's the score there, man? Because I've read some of the articles on there and it, it just seems like somebody's trolling you, mate. What's, what's going on? It's a bit of the impression I got, yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's like, what's this? And I had a look. and it, Man, it's, you made some yeah, Facebook angry or something. What happened? <laughs> I mean, the, the problem the problem is that it's uh, hosted in Iceland. Right. And I don't know if you know anything about Iceland's internet laws, but basically you can do anything you want in Iceland. That's why it's hosted. You can do anything you want in Iceland. Uh, and there's nothing you can do about it. Hmm. Um, but uh, it's, it, it comes out of a particular guy called Chris Bovey, who, believe it or not, is the uh, head of Normal UK. Okay. Um, now, what is it? Um, 2012, so eight years ago now. That's how long this has been going on. Um, he was a member of the Clear Executive Committee, uh, and there was a falling out. Um, and I mean, I can go into as much detail as you want if you want me to, but I think you know, I will. Uh, just as much as you feel necessary. We, we won't pick too much. No. Uh, um, but but uh, and as a result of that, he decided to have a go at me. And I've been subject to a systematic campaign of online harassment and abuse all that time. It's calmed down now. There was a time when I was, I mean, and, and it severely affected my mental health. You know, yeah, of you, course. Yeah. Your favorite project. But I mean, it really genuinely did. Um, and I've had the police involved. I've had the, um, uh, I've had the courts, the civil courts involved. Um, uh, one of his other, one of his accomplices, um, I actually got a, got an order against him in the High Court in London, uh, and he ended up getting told if he does any more, he'll go to jail for two years. Um, oh. and, and it all got extremely heavy. 
it ended up costing me about 30 grand in legal fees. Um, what? And, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, and eventually the police gave this guy, Bobby, an, an harassment warning um, to tell him if he did it anymore, but, which is all fine. And it really, to, to a large extent, it has stopped. Um, but the website is still up there and there's absolutely nothing I can do about it. Wow. Um, but, but it's, you know, I mean, I think the last time I looked at it, because I don't look at it because it hurts me. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh -huh. it, it's hurtful. Yeah. Um, the last time I looked at it, there was some completely fictitious thing about me sexually abusing some MS patients. Wow. You know, about me, me, suppose, I can't remember it now, but something about me interviewing some girl who's an MS patient, ostensibly for Claire, and ended up, you know, coming on to her. There's no, uh, no slander it's completely laws invented. used? Completely invented. Wow, crazy. Yeah, I suppose after spending 30 grand on legal fees, you've covered all the corners as well. There's nothing you can do about that size. Well, I mean, I could spend more on legal fees. You know, but, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, and also, I have, I have to a large extent learned to live with it. Um, right. You know, you, you get, you, you toughen up and, and um, you, uh, you know, and I also know how to deal with it as well. You mm. know. When, when the, the falling out happened back in 2012, Bobby sort of decided, right, that's it, I'm going to go off and do my own thing. And he obviously got in touch with Normal, and they allowed him to call himself Normal UK. Yeah, we Normal allow anybody to make their own chapter, but um, I'm yeah, sure, right. have you contacted Normal yourself about this? Oh, yeah, but I mean, you know, in the, in the end, you just realise that there's no point wasting any more energy on this shit. Mm, and, and, and yeah. Put yeah. energy into some positive things, you know. Well, like you say, I mean, anybody with half a brain should, like you know, put two and two together and, and figure that, exactly. you know. <laughs> Maybe we'll just so, tell our listeners. But still. Yes, yes I, mean, I, you know, I have distorted the odd line of coke in my life, you know. Just a few. You know, indeed. And yet I'm a crack fiend, according to that. <laughs> man, I've been called a fucking baghead just for smoking weed, man. And baghead, it means uh, heroin addict up in the UK. You know, people call you a baghead, and it's like, I smoke weed, man. You know, I don't <laughs> yeah. even drink. You, you won't ever see me like intoxicated other than being stoned, but you can't tell. Well, you know, there's a generation that still judge still thinks drugs is drugs, man. They don't care what it is. No, well, that's true. I agree with that completely. You know, and it, it would be far better if that was the way that, you know, it was all perceived in alcohol. You know, and I mean, as David Nutt true. says, you know, when he's, he's List of comparison of drug harms, you know, exactly. alcohol is up here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. is about halfway down. Right. Um, you know, mushrooms are right on the bottom. Yeah. It should be really, yeah, I agree. But times are changing now. Have you seen um there's a guy called Gary Yowd who's might be opening up a coffee shop in Liverpool very soon? And I had a message from somebody on Facebook saying they'd be opening one in Yorkshire soon too. Then you've got Carly Barton with the can card. There's a lot yeah, going on in the UK. I think that's a great idea. I do. Um, we have a lot of support in Parliament now, mm. you know, and that's what really matters because I mean you can shout and scream and post things on social media as much as you want, mm -hmm. but the only way you actually get, unfortunately, we don't have the you know local democracies that do in the states. Um, uh, the only way you actually get things changed is through MPs. Yeah. They're the only people who can change the law. That's it. And Cardi seems to be doing a great job of it. She's actually yeah. in there having these meetings with the guys. I'd take my hat off to her. I really do. That's it. She's done a great uh, job. And you know, it helps. It helps that she's female, young, attractive, and also a patient with a very, you know, um, and eloquent as well. You know, she she, she puts, well well, she puts the whole yeah, point yeah. across very well. 
Yeah, that's super important. And non-threatening. Yeah. I think that's a big thing. You know, she's non-threatening with it. She's just yeah, no, she's just asking right. politely. You know, can you look at this? And and I think that that seems to be doing the trick. You know, she she's made more progression than most people have so far. She has, yeah. And no, I, I think that that's one of the reasons why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the can cards thing is a brilliant idea, and and to to have launched it. Getting the backing of the police. Yeah, well, we spoke with we spoke uh, to Carly, and we've also that? spoken to Phil Monk. Have you? Do you know Phil Monk? Yeah, I know Phil. I know Phil. Yeah. And Phil uh, brought up a good point. Do you think that the can card is essentially police bribery? Like you're going to pay for this card, and no, you won't be prosecuted by the police because you paid. Well, no, you, can't, you don't. You don't know. I, I mean, there, were, there you know there are going to be arsehole police officers out there who are going to do you anyway. You know? Yeah. And I mean that, that's always going to be the case. Yeah, TG has good. that problem up in Canada. Well, I don't get hassled myself, but it definitely happens to patients. Yeah. I mean, it's it's up to you as a as a patient to to show that your marijuana that you have is legal, or your, if they come to your house, God forbid. You have to have all your paperwork, and I mean, if you, you do, and I mean, usually they're pretty good. But I've I've heard of instances where patients have had their their grows confiscated, and then they have to go down to the shop and then show them all. Just in the same sense as you know, it's like a asset forfeiture sort of thing, and then yeah, you yeah. have to. But in the in the process of that, they end up damaging the equipment or, or what have you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, is I mean, is that because as a as a as a patient? You can grow more than if you're just doing it under the recreational. Yeah, if you apply, you, you register through uh, the government, uh, Health Canada, and then yeah. based on whatever your doctor has prescribed you, for every one gram, you're allowed to grow five plants indoor. So, um, really? yeah, okay. the, the, my uh, my prescription is is for three grams, so I get fifteen plants as compared really? to the regular oh. Canadians four plants. You see, in, in the UK, in the UK, they'd say that was a a fifteen thousand pound. <laughs> right, they would, they would, man. And and if you had numerous cents, it would be a complex cannabis farm. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a, a, a factory. Sorry, a, a complex cannabis factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be part of the cartel down here, man. And, and, and they're, all, they're, they're all worth a thousand pounds each. You know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and even if they've got like still looking for that money, huh, TG? Cotton plants that are worth a grand and shit. It's crazy. Yeah, it's low-hanging fruit, but yeah, I mean, you can, you know, you can get. I mean, you know, at street prices of ten pounds a gram, mm -hmm. you know, you go, you can, you can, obviously, you can get a hundred grams off a plant. The idea that you can legitimately value every single plant in a thousand quid, yeah, it's and ridiculous. They do, they, they do it even if a plant is this high as mm -hmm. well. Really? You know? yeah. yeah, we've heard yeah. about that. Yeah, every sprout, if the seed sprouted, it's a whole plant. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But I do think yeah. times are changing. Oh, they are absolutely. I mean, I mean, you know, and as I said earlier, we have a tremendous amount of support in Parliament. And I think, as the conversation we had last time, you know, I mean, but, but when I uh, back in 2000, 2011, really, when I when I became leader of Clare, um, not not just me, but but I mean, we we moved away from the whole marching in the streets and protesting and all that shit to engagement and persuasion, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, and we've gone from um, you know being seen as you know trouble to to now and where we, i think i said to you before where we had maybe five or six mps who were on side we now have at least we we now have probably a majority in the house of Commons, which means we have more than 325 mps on side mm. and I think, I think there are i mean if it actually came to a vote uh today i don't think we'd win because really? there would be 
they'd be whipped. You know what I mean? They'd be uh, whipped. They'd, uh, be for, they'd be forced by their parties to vote sure. in a certain direction. We have but if we had a free the vote, situation in the U.S. right now. What you're describing yeah, is exactly the same situation. We have enough votes held back by the party. Yeah, so exactly. It's crazy. Um, I mean, do, do, do you buy um, the um, uh, Biden-Kamala Harris promise to decriminalize? No, well, Biden was in favor of, uh, de of uh, let's say, legalizing medical. Now, recently yeah. he's come out and said he's not ready to, to uh, legalize marijuana, but he did, the statement, I don't, it didn't sound like he was talking about med medical. But originally what I had heard, though, when he started to announce his candidacy, that he would like to, to reschedule marijuana to maybe a Schedule two and then allow medical usage of it. Um, that would basically admit that marijuana does have some medical use. And from there, yeah. we might be able to chip away at the law. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they have... I mean, Kamala Harris certainly has come out explicitly and said that if if the Democrats are elected, they will decriminalize cannabis. Well, she has said that Biden, unfortunately, is president. But no, actually, Kamala Harris is the sponsor of the bill in the Senate that would have That's legalized right. cannabis. Uh, but the, right. the Republican controlled Senate has said that basically that bill is going to stay in committee forever. They're not going to move it forward. And they have a majority right now that could change at this election. Uh, yeah. As you well, I mean, everybody in the world knows this is a very, very uh, turbulent time in the states right now. So we'll. Well, see. have you got an election coming up? Oh, what do you think? We have four weeks, and we'll find out exactly. Well, oh my, it's less than that, is it? Yeah, it's about four weeks. Yeah, and I hate to even. Put it this way. I don't want to be the arrogant American, but we'll find out in four weeks which direction the world's going to go. You know, that's, I agree with you. That's absolutely right. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm almost tempted to stay up for the debate this evening. You know. Uh, oh, no, is it going to happen? Is it on tonight? I don't. No, this is, oh, this, this is the, the vice presidential debate. Yeah, Pence was saying fuck that because he doesn't want a plexiglass thing or something. <laughs> well, he knows that Camilla Harris is going to whip his ass. So you're looking at basically yeah. Mike Pence with no personality versus somebody who is extremely sharp. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think yeah. I think he uh, he would have his his butt kicked on that one. But that's my yeah. opinion. Yeah. So um, I've always got one for these kind of organizations that are for cannabis law reform, like Clear and Normal. It's like when cannabis is legalized, because it's going to happen eventually, they can't hold back these laws forever. It, what will you do after then? Get on with my life. <laughs> I hear that. Just just get high. You know, I mean, the other accusation I've had is probably on that website as well, is that I make money out of this, you know. Mm. Um, but, um, you know, nothing could be further from the truth, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I, frequently have, I frequently have to put my hand in my own pocket to, you know, pay this bill or that bill for clear, you know. Yeah. Um, yep. And um, uh, so I'd be more than happy when it's all over, you know, I can pack up and go home. Uh, and I mean, to, 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 to some extent, I mean, we, in the sense that we did achieve medicinal legalization two years ago, mm -hmm. that was always our primary aim. And although it's not in practice working out very well at the moment, it will in due course. Um, uh, what do you think the problem is there? Do you, you have any ideas why it's taken so long for patients to be able to get their medication? It's because doctors don't understand it. Right. It's because the doc doctors have been subjected to, you know, um, if, you, if we start in 71, which is when the Misuse of Drugs Act came in in the UK, um, um, you know, which is what is, is uh, uh, 50 years ago now. Um, so any, any doctor that would be practicing now, uh, you know, that's his whole life yeah. being based around that. And he's been, wow. he's been brought, brought up to believe that cannabis 
is a highly addictive, extremely dangerous drug that destroys the brain. Right. And, and now suddenly, in, in, in the space of literally, literally overnight, they're, they're, they're being asked to prescribe it. So, I mean, you know, I do have some sympathy with them. Um, and then they're not, you know, when we know this is the same problem in the States and probably in Canada, although some of the reports I hear coming out of Canada from doctors just blow my mind with that well-informed and open-minded they are. But I mean, we have the same problem in the States, you know, the endocannabinoid system is not taught in medical school. Correct. Yeah. And, and yet, 3% and yet, of the time, did, did Peter Greenspoon say? It was something like that. We talked to yeah. Dr., uh, Dr. Peter Grinspoon, and that's exactly what he said. He went to Harvard, and it was not part of the curriculum. And Harvard yeah. Medical School, a world-class yeah. university. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and we now know the endocannabinoid system is the largest neurotransmitter network in the body. You know, one of the, problem, one of the problems with cannabis is it's a very typical response from doctors is, um, well, you know, I hear that it can help multiple sclerosis, it can help chronic pain, it can help seizures, it can help, you know, uh, Crohn's disease. How can one thing possibly help all that? It's obviously nonsense. Mm, yeah. And, and that, that's because they don't understand the endocannabinoid system, you know. Right. Um, uh, the, the level of ignorance is, is, is appalling. And that's what it is. And you've got to remember, you see, what, what the, the big argument in the UK now about medicinal is they want the product to go through clinical trials. That's all very fine. And, and most politicians, the trouble is most politicians buy that because they say, oh yes, well, we've got well-established safety procedures for medicines and cannabis goes through that just the same as everything else. Um, you know, it's completely different. All the pharmaceutical products are single molecules. Um, they're, they're, they're generally single molecules. They were mostly experimental drugs synthesized in the lab. That, had the potential to be highly toxic, you know? mm -hmm. and yeah. yet we know from you know in recorded history. I'm, I'm sure I'm telling what, what you already know. You know, we've had at least five thousand years of recorded history of the use of, the use of cannabis, and there are a quarter, there are two hundred and fifty million regular consumers of cannabis in the world. Mm -hmm. um, and and, and you know, we would know if there was. I mean, we've had ridiculous uh, arguments about medicinal use from some of the people at the top of the medical establishment in the UK saying this could be the next thalidomide. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I haven't heard anybody say that, but I think we've been surprised this stuff long enough to know better. Yeah, just specifically, they like to take schizophrenia for an example. That the doctors always use that as like a scapegoat as to why yeah. it shouldn't be prescribed. But like you said, there's 250 million people and only growing based on just the basic population statistics growing. You know, the more people there are, the more people are going to use cannabis. And yet, the schizophrenia line stays completely straight, right? It's never yeah. gone up. There's no uptick when more people mm. use cannabis. So the correlation doesn't make sense. They're just kind of, it's just, you know, old myths that they're, it's they're just these bullshit, bullshit excuses to run at us to keep us quiet. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, I, I've never, you know, I, I do think there is some concern amongst um, the pharmaceutical industry. Um, that's, I mean, I think there's more concern, frankly, about CBD products. Yeah. Um, because, um, but it's the know, pharmaceutical I'm, industry. They're scared of CBD and the alcohol industry is scared of THC. I think that's probably true, yeah, because, you know, we've already seen in the UK, and this is remarkable, I don't know of any directly comparable figures in, in the States, but in the UK, the CBD market is now bigger than the combined vitamin C and vitamin D market. Wow. 
now that now that is incredible yeah yeah cbd market it's in everything man like they, there's a joke on twitter that they, they're well not a joke it's it's called a dmt pillow because there was actually a product that they supposedly infused cbd into the pillow seen that. Then, <laughs> yeah you that. just absorb it through your face i guess or something but <laughs> just, i mean, I mean yeah, it's, yeah it shits everywhere now but it's, like you say it, it is important because i don't know what you were going to allude to but yeah, like with the cbd in my opinion being that it is so unregulated, you know, it's coming from multiple sources, whether it's industrial hemp or, or CBD dominant cultivars of cannabis grown for that purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need some sort of standardization in that industry. I agree so, with that. I agree with that completely. I do think there needs to be better regulation of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, when I can buy it at the petrol station, I don't even know what's in that bottle. No, no, that's very yeah. true. And I mean, I, I, I mean, I, my, my favorite, I mean, it won't mean anything to you because they're a tiny little British company. But I mean, my favorite CBD comes from a company called the Herb Kingdom. Right. And, 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 and you know, whereas some CBD tastes absolutely repulsive. Right. Um, th- this is delicious. You know, it's, it, it's got, you know, you know, cannabis can taste very nice. Absolutely. Um, and this is absolutely delicious. But I was sent some from um, Dutch Passion, who, who, who are my favorite, mm, yeah. you know, seed passion. I bet that was some good shit, right? Uh, and they sent me some of their, their CBD oil. And God, it was vile. Oh, no. Vile. Have you told them? I have, yeah. Good, good. Um, but, Maybe um, they just used a weird carrier oil or didn't winterize it properly. That's it. It's, it's new products, isn't it? So they need to know these things. They need customer feedback yeah, and things yeah. like that. But, but, but I, think that, I think the whole thing about um, you know, what's going on with regulation in the EU and the UK now about CBD oil is you know, the, the, whole, uh, the regulators are now... They're now They've now uh, decided they're interested. They weren't interested for ages. They've now decided they're interested. Mm. And what they're trying to do is push it all towards an isolate-based product. Yeah, right. Um, because they can't deal with the fact that the product that works and that people likes has hundreds of ingredients. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I know, I mean, I know it's subjective, but I know personally that, you know, genuine whole plant extract CBD oil um, uh, you know, it, I like it. It does. It makes me feel good. I mean, it, 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 not not in the same way as THC does, but it definitely stabilizes my mood. Yeah. Um. And you're a hundred percent right with the full spectrum. There's a lady I've I've been chatting with and helping learn how to grow and stuff, and and she's got Lyme disease, and she's tried the isolates because we have isolates available here in the legal market in Canada, and um, yeah. they don't work where they shit for her. She says they actually work like on have an almost anti you know medicinal yeah. effect um in terms of of what she's looking for but when she uses whole flour and especially homegrown flour that's that's has that freshness that hasn't been packaged and damaged and oxidized or whatever for for who knows how long it's just it's a world of difference um yeah. just because everything is still there and where it should be and I mean, is it all the different cannabinoids the terpenes you know terpenes, it all makes yeah. a difference to make up the whole medicinal effect exactly. no? Yeah, over a hundred different cannabinoids that are in there, and we only talk about two of them or three yeah. of them. Yeah, and that's it. And they've been singling out them main two and forgetting yeah. about everything else. Mother Nature doesn't all of them fuck together. around, you know. Exactly. She knows. Mm-hmm. Nature I, knows what the fuck it's doing. We have states here uh, that in the United States that only allow the isolates on a medical basis that haven't haven't legalized anything past that yet. And I, and I'm also concerned about exactly what you're saying. There's really no way 
of telling what's in that. Now, I know the other side of, of the, the field is going to say, well, we don't know what's in your flower. And personally, I have to agree with them. I don't know what's in my flower, but I do know that it works. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm very concerned at the fact that what you're talking about, it uh, you will only allow, will only sell isolates. That's really not going to do any good. No. no, I mean, how do we educate people that flour is actually the way to go? I mean, vape, good whole vaped flour, it's, it's, it's healthy, it's good, it works. But why are people afraid of it? It's my question. Well, I, I, because they've been, because of, you know, 50 years of propaganda. Yeah. But, but I mean, it is still the case. I think we're all agreeing on this. It is still the case that these things do need to be properly regulated. Mm -hmm. you know, Absolutely. I mean, all right, CO2 extraction is generally less of a problem, but there are still people doing solvent extraction, mm -hmm. and God knows what is left in it. You know? And, you know, moldy buds, you know, pesticides, all these things that could be put on, on plants exactly. you know, for outgrowing. Well, if I get a bit of mold on one of my plants, I can decide whether I want to use it or not. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. Yeah. But if you're an old person or somebody buying for a child or something in a shop, you want to be certain yeah. what you're getting is, you know, of, of a... It's good shit, safe shit. Yeah. Yeah. I have this stuff. This is some concentrate from the black market, but like you said, when I put it on my nail, the only quality control I really have is does it sizzle? And if it sizzles, then it's probably not good. But I mean, at that point, it's it's too late for one yeah. thing. <laughs> and yeah, like you kind of want to have that guarantee in the first place. And like, I have, I have no issue with the black market, but when it comes to processing stuff especially with with chemistry like chemistry yeah, think, is, is serious shit right so you got to know what you're doing i think this is something which i spoke to you before peter um with the whole quality control and how the government regulates things to ensure the safety of the consumer but when it comes to cannabis they completely forget about it that's right exactly that, that's one of my favorite arguments you know that i mean in, if you take cars or you take food mm -hmm. then, then then the government does everything it possibly can to minimize our risk Yep. But when it comes to drugs, and not just cannabis, mm -hmm. when it comes to drugs, they do everything they can to maximize our risk. Right. Yeah. They put us in you dark know. alleys, talking to people we don't want to really be around, exactly. and yeah, middle of the night, isolated, all these good things exactly. that we do. Yeah. No idea what's in the shit. No. Or if it is even what you're buying. We really have bad ideas, you know, so we're funding them. So that's a, yeah. lot, of, a lot of negatives to it crazy i mean i think i think there are additional complexities in, in in the states because you know you do have um police forces that do seem to be run more as businesses unfortunately um, you're correct this this idea of defund the police uh i can see how it makes sense in the states it doesn't make any sense here um uh but but uh, and then also you've got private prisons i mean we have private prisons here as well but again they're not run on as commercial lines as they are in the states, right? You know? um, it's almost like I mean, a room rate at a motel in some of these prisons down here is what they pay. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And, and you know the percentage of American people that are locked up is just obscene. It is. I mean, I've, I've seen the statistic and I've never really researched it past there, but somebody had written a statistic that you know the home of the free has more incarcerated people than anywhere else in the world. So exactly. Yep. Even China. People in jail in some countries have as a population. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Maybe we need to look at our own laws. U.S. You know, something ain't right here. So, um, I, I mean, uh, coming back to the uh, article I wrote about uh, the article I wrote, uh, and perhaps it would be worthwhile me just going over those um, five arguments. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Be great. Legal cannabis now. 
Um, I mean, the first one I say is popularity. Um, because we now know from polls that... But Boris Johnson people, likes popularity. Exactly. <laughs> any, any, any politician likes Right. Uh, and we now know from the polls that there is a, 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 a thin majority for reform of the cannabis laws in the UK. Um, only a thin majority. Um, but, but I mean, that's the, fir the first point. The second point is that, uh, you, you know, the, the terrible authoritarian uh, picture that is being painted because of the COVID crisis. Uh, I think it, it would benefit mm. the Conservative government greatly from being seen to move back more towards its libertarian principles. Um, the next re argument was... Right, right here. Mental health. Mental health, right, mental health, okay. So uh, I fully recommend, let me see, I mean, you, you um, chaps will understand this argument. I fully recognise that if you say that maximum THC in a product is going to be 15%, that all that will happen is those of us who want higher, stronger stuff will, will grow ourselves or will go to the oh, black market. Go to the unregulated market. Yeah, so, so you, can, you can never stamp it out. But if you're running a completely licensed and regulated system where all cannabis that is sold to legitimate outfits, outlets rather, is produced in licensed production facilities, then you can. You can put a limit on the THC content. Mm -hmm. um, but the most important thing of all is labelling, you know, so that people know what they're buying. And again, mm -hmm. it comes back to what we were saying a minute ago about the, the quality control. So I, th I think that, um, first of all, we can say that we're tackling the mental health, because, you know, there's more so than in the UK than anywhere else in the world, there is this paranoia, this myth about mental illness. Um, and yet we know as well of the 1.4 million people who are using cannabis illicitly for medicinal purposes, we know that a large proportion of them are using it for mental health purposes. Um, so anyway, so, so that was mental, that was popularity in mental health. What comes next? Taxes, was it? Taxes, tax revenue, okay, fine. Well, I mean, you know, this is the easiest argument of all um, because there's been lots of studies done in the UK uh, using, you know, government data uh, and the most pessimistic of them show that it will produce a net gain to the British economy of a billion a year. And the most optimistic show it will produce a net gain of 10 billion a year. Um, and I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I reckon uh, about eight. Uh, because yeah, I know <laughs> nothing about economics. I'm just guessing. Eight <laughs> number, Mackie goes with eight. Yeah. I'll go with eight. If you look at Colorado, that makes my lucky number. If you look at Colorado, you know, which is the population of five million, yeah. which, which is, um, you know, a, a twelfth of the population of the UK. So the UK is 12 times bigger mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, calculate based on their income, etc. then, you know, this is achievable. Um, and, you know, with all the problems we know about clearly every pop, and at the moment, so I think this is even more powerful at the moment, cannabis is a cost center. You know, as far as the public, as far as the public purse is concerned, mm. all it does is cost money. Yeah, it costs money for police, for you know. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, to once you realise, like you said, you get tax money from it, you get exactly. jobs from it, you get. Exactly. I mean, there there is zero net loss really because exactly. you're only giving away money right now. So even if you make exactly. one dollar, it's better than now, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> two hundred. Yeah, I read. The, I saw the other day uh, two, quarter of a million jobs in the legal cannabis industry in the states mm -hmm. wow. 
So there's 350 million people in, in the States. There's 60 million people in the, in the UK. Well, and only 50% of it's legalized as well, right? Exactly, yeah. And, and if, you, if you do the maths, that means that's equivalent to 50,000 new jobs in the UK. Yeah, good At jobs least, too. Yeah. Like, 50,000 yeah. jobs, you know? I mean, it's, it's huge. Trimming does suck, but I mean, if you get... If you're that's getting... an entry-level job. Everybody starts there and trimming, <laughs> it seems like. Yep. <laughs> So, uh, what was number five? Because you did number uh, four with the jobs that we, we spoke about. Oh, okay. So, number, number four was right down there. Been, <laughs> I can't remember what number five was. What was it? Um, was it? Crime. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, again, this is one of my favorite. I mean, you know, in the UK, the big sort of crime story is what we call county lines. I don't know whether you chaps in North America have heard of this. G generally, about the idea that the, the, the people running, uh, the hard drugs trade in London and Birmingham and the big cities. They get a mobile uh, and they give it to one of their runners who goes out into one of the sort of provincial towns. Yeah. Uh, and, that, and that number is the county line. And what's started to happen, and it is happening, is they are grooming kids to become their runners. Mm -hmm. um, and kids are then going off to, you know, they might start from London and they might go to somewhere in Dorset, say, which is the countryside. Uh, and they're put on a train. They might only be 14, 15, 16. They're put on a train with a bag full of wraps of crack and wraps of smack. Fuck, um, you know. And, and they're sent down to Dorchester or wherever, where I used to live. Um, and they, they get hold of some um, vulnerable person, you know, somebody who, who's, who's got a severe habit. And basically they take over his house or his flat um, and with the, with, with the, the phone. And that, that line then goes into action and these kids, you know... Sell the shit off from there. Sell the shit. And the trouble is that what, what these gangsters are doing is they are, um, they're preying on, on children in children's homes. Mm -hmm. You know, children in children's homes. And this all starts with cannabis. It all starts with cannabis. So this idea that cannabis is a gateway drug, that's been debunked by you know, hundreds of times. Mm -hmm. But it is a gateway. In yes. terms of getting kids involved, and I, getting into hard drugs. I 100% um, agree with that, yeah. It's uh, the unregulated uh, nature. Exactly. And then, you know, the other problem we've got in the UK, with nothing compared to you know, what happens in the States, is knife crime. Um, and, and, you know, we, I mean, we are at the stage now, which for us is horrendous, where there are, where there are you know, kids being stabbed to death kid, every day. We've seen a lot of that in the news, yes. This all arises out of street drug dealing, mm -hmm. all of it, you know. Um, and I go back to what we said earlier, you know, is that when in every other market, government steps in, a responsible government steps in and does what it can to regulate the market and make it safer for everybody to get concerned. Right. Which um, is not the case here. We do exactly, it's not just not the case, we do exactly the opposite. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, we give the whole, we, we abandon these children, we abandon communities to gangsters. You know, I mean, I know there's a proportion of the cannabis market that was fed by nice, friendly people who were just growing a few plants, but mm -hmm. it's dominated. It, you know, that's fine, there are, but it's dominated by gangsters. Those are the people who are really driving it. It's because it's outlawed, isn't it? It's, it's, just, it's so simple to solve the problem. It's just, exactly. you know. Exactly. And I mean, you know, none of these things will ever solve the problem completely. Mm -hmm. um, but they will minimize it. And that's what you've got in, in any policy. 
you know you can you can ne you'll never get 100 percent compliance yeah but you have to aim for what achieves the most you know Anyway, listen, I, I'm going to have to move shortly because I've got a five o'clock appointment which I need to drive to. No, that's all good. Uh, just quickly Please. tell all the listeners where they can find you online. Uh, they can find, find uh, Clear online at uh, clear-uk.org. Simple as that. Nice or, easy. or you can just Google Clear Cannabis, C-L-E-A-R Cannabis. Um, uh, the truth about cannabis is clear. <laughs> I have to so, agree is, with is there any, uh, any major things coming up in the future that you want to share? Uh, well, not really until we get out of this lockdown. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I have, I, I, you know, I've got more people than usual emailing me saying, you know, I'd love to volunteer. I've got lots of free time on my hands. <laughs> and of course, the trouble is that now Don't there's nothing to emails. do because we can't do anything. Yeah, double you know? sword. Um, so, so we're in a bind. But I mean, I, I still do have high hopes. I mean, look, unless the Conservatives... Uh, legalized cannabis, then we are probably looking at at least 10 years oh. before another part is in power. Mm -hmm. You're um, right, yeah. yeah. And, and, and uh, I think the Conservatives will. I think it will probably be very, very strict to begin with. Um, but but I, I think, um, uh, you know, once we've got COVID out of the way, either through a vaccine or simply by coming to learn to live with it, which I don't think will be until the middle of next year, um, Maybe by the end of next year, our politicians will be beginning, will be able to begin to think about something else. Well, thanks for joining us, then, Peter. We'll, we'll let you. Hey, well, it's really, it's really great to meet to meet you, you guys from North America. Yeah. Um, I went to Boulder, Boulder in Colorado, mm -hmm. which yep. has been a beautiful place. Oh yeah. Sure. Um, you know, I think it's, I think it's definitely the good side of America. <laughs> Colorado uh, seems like a super chill place. Anyway, nice to meet you all. Yeah, man. You thanks too, again, Peter. 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 We'll see you soon, okay. man. Wonderful to have you. There we go. Also, speaking to Peter, and as you can tell, a lot of good points raised. And we can see that the damage that's been caused by cannabis and other drugs being illegal around the world. I think it's time for change, man. It's about time these politicians start fucking making some rational decisions All for the better of everybody. say the same thing. Thank you to Peter for coming to join us, man. It's always good to speak to him. Yeah, yeah. No, he was great. Yeah, it was a good interview. I did enjoy the mm. chat with him. That was good. How, how can they make rational decisions, Mackie? See, exactly. Exactly. There's clearly, there is no doubt in my mind that there is some hidden agenda that makes cannabis illegal because there's just far too much in favor of it being legalized or decriminalized or you know not this ridiculous stance that most of us are at right now you know it might just be as simple as the people that have enforced these rules for so long they just don't want to look like fucking assholes because they are absolutely and we all like you know they just keep pushing it under the rug and hopefully and then they'll eventually just like slide legalization to us like we didn't know that there's plenty of fuck. evidence right now that the cannabis is doing something to help with cancer right there's not good evidence yet more studies need to be done but let's say in 20 years time that they do actually find out that cannabis is the cure for cancer just you know just just let's say just hypothetically how fucking pissed is everybody gonna be oh, fucking all the people who have lost loved ones to cancer but couldn't treat them with cannabis because it was illegal. It was a dangerous drug that would cause them to go schizophrenic and lose their mind. Sure. You know, how many people are going to be pissed? But not a, it's not even just for, can or for cancer. You look at people that have Parkinson's. 
they get mm-hmm. a fucking tiny bit of oil in under the tongue and within seconds that fucking shake that they have not been able to hold the fucking drink is just gone and they can have a normal it's too, life. too much evidence. Yeah. And the bullshit with the, you know, we don't know what effects it's going to have because of the studies, but the pharmaceutical drugs that are out there, but we know what their side effects are. You take this certain drug yeah. for more than six weeks and you're probably we- going to fucking die. So only take it for five so are you fucking serious? You know what, like, not only that, they say we don't have the studies. We have fucking thousands of years of knowledge for this plant. Of anecdotal evidence. True, so it's anecdotal. Motherfuckers ain't doing them tests for a reason because when they do them tests and they find out what they've been holding back, well, when everybody finds out what they've been holding back from us for so long, they're going to be pissed, man. They're going to be pissed for about 10 minutes because then they'll like a split and be like, well, you see, it could be, it could be big firm <laughs> as well because if people, if people do see, oh, no doubt, no if doubt. people do see the medicine, the such medicinal benefits that a simple plant that you can grow in your garden, it could open new age medicine altogether to people back to going back to herbs and actually read you know, over new it. age medicine for a fucking plant that's been used. We know that the big pharma, but it's yeah. you know what At I mean. In the states, they're one of the big five that lobby against legalization. So clearly, it could be it sure. could be the rise. Yeah, of, it's not exactly. witch doctor, but you know these for what are they? The herbalisty people. Shaman type uh, shit, yeah, form. that's it. Well, you know, it's we could talk about this shit all day, lads, man. You, you know, and we're preaching to the choir here with our yeah, audience. Very true, very we can true. all see the problems, yeah. even though we're all degenerate cannabis users and we smoke cannabis. We know better than the fucking government on this point, <laughs> you know. Fucking going slackers, all of us. We've heard similar message from multiple of our guests. You know, everybody tells you the same thing. Everybody's against it until somebody gets yeah. sick, and then everybody wants it when they get sick. So it's crazy, and that's what we keep hearing. Everybody yeah. hates the stuff until you need it. But, <sighs> yeah, times changing. Crazy, right? What we're gonna do? So there we go. I hope you enjoyed yeah, the interview. If you want change. to find Peter, then just go to clear slash uk.org and you'll find him there. He's an interesting guy, man. You find him on Twitter too under Peter Reynolds. Give him a shout. Uh, and let's do the what the fuck was that? Let's do it. CN. Hello. Are you there, bro? I'm here, bro. What's up, man? Uh, yeah. All good. What's this week's? Are we doing, <laughs> are we doing last week's? I'll, I'll, I'll play the old one for you now. Here Go we on go. I also guessed balloon animals as well as last week. I guessed the cat trying to escape from a box of polystyrene in it, and none of them were correct. No, none of them were correct. The, no. the, 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 the thing that toys all these non-correct answers in that so close is, is actually polystyrene. But it's a box of polystyrene just being shaken. Ha-ha. Oh. Occam's okay, well, no, 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 really, no, this really, is you know, man, I'm not recording them for myself. <laughs> Just some style. Uh, nobody got it this nobody week. Nobody got it. Bad luck. Oh, oh, we're going to have to throw more seeds in. Yeah. You know, bump up the price. Oh, yeah, no, every week. Every week. Yeah. What a shame. It's like, it's like, Rower, he got a fucking serious prize because it went on for, what was it, like, yeah, five or six? did fucking sweet, didn't he? It was a grower urban. Grower urban got the really big one. Yeah, and he actually only got it a couple of weeks ago. What was it, last Friday? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he posted. Yeah. It, was. Yeah, it was. It was a package, man. Yeah, so here we go. We'll play this yeah. week. Are you ready? I think that is somebody playing the entry tune to the, uh, you know, the, what's it, MGM Grand when the lion comes out? And was it Fox? I'm thinking. It's that. It's some guy trying to play that tune on a shutter. No. Oh. Another guy. <laughs> No, because that was pretty in-depth, man. That was all I had. Oh, well, okay, then. It's not that. <laughs> don't forget, lads. Don't forget. It's only the the guesses. If you put a guess it's in a, yeah. here, you just have it's, to put the guess into the thread. Well, so let us know what you think. What yeah. the fuck that was yeah. over at PersonsGrowRoom.com with some prizes. Let's do the Q&A. Yes, yes. So we have questions. We will try and provide answers to the best of our abilities. But do remember that we are stoned. But do remember we are yes, homegrown. And stoners. But we had one earlier from uh, one of the new members over on the forum. So I wanted to make sure he got a shout out on, on the show and got his question answered from Anton, his new guy. And he's running. Cool. And a lot of guys are going to have the uh, same kind of problems. So I thought it would be a good one to go over. He's running a 600 watt HPS. And his missus is getting pissed off at the electricity bill because obviously they're expensive to run. So he's looking at replacing it with a, a light that's, you know, just as good, but reduces the amount of electricity usage. Oh, so yeah, this guy is from Twitter. He must, I think. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Twitter. yeah. You said a uh, Temple Grower sent him. So. Nice. Yeah. Shadow, man. Nice to see you. Yeah. So you, you want to take yeah. it away, TG, if you want to answer the question? Like, what would you replace a 600 watt HPS with? To reduce the electricity oh. uses, to me, it's something quantum board style, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, there's lots of good companies options for the quantum boards, but yeah, something in that uh, that realm of thing with the the Samsung, the, uh, the LM three hundred one H and LM three hundred one B, and the meanwhile driver. There's they're yeah. all like most of the companies use the same components. You know, the builds are a bit different quality wise and stuff. So do. Make sure you go with a good brand. You know, Invisible Sun's a yeah, good man. one. For, I think that's what I use. I use so. Invisible Sun, and it's, it's good yeah, shit, man. It's yeah. good shit. Migros good too. Shane's, Shane's got a new. new He's a Ray's got to be out very soon. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The arrays are really sweet. They have externally mount Couple, drivers. Some really good features. Two hundred forty watt arrays. Yeah, are nice. Those are really nice. Mars is a good. A good choice too. Lots of guys yeah. run the Mars Hydros. Yeah, if you're in for a budget, but it's a good light for for, for a good price. I mean, it's it's maybe not as well, it's it's like the, some of the, the middle range thing. Right? Yeah, great it's entry level. Good entry level for LEDs. Definitely. Absolutely great entry yeah. level. You don't Absolutely. have to spend too much, but you still get good because I use a TS two thousand as well for Mars Hydro, and that's a good light too. Yeah, one of my friends uses mm -hmm. Mars DSP lights, and yeah, you know, there's really a lot well. of good options out there. Just make sure that what you buy is. Not some cheap piece of shit from a fucking Amazon or something. Ask in the forum and see what other growers are using because then you know it's going to be good shit. We recommend something like Mars Hydro, uh, Invisible Sun. Check out Migro because he's like fucking top of the field. He knows his shit. He's building these lights, putting so much research. So. And he's really trying to price these arrays to make them really competitive yeah, yeah. with Mars and whatnot. They're really not as expensive as, that's the, it. as uh, the original Mars. Spartan says that he disagrees because he's not a fan of Mars. That's cool, man. It's, it's some people, and a lot of their old models 
were nowhere near as good as their new shit, and that's really damaged their correct, reputation. Correct. The new stuff. Yeah. Is, they is they really certainly have come up yeah. in the world of lighting. Yeah, I'll give them that. But that's, it's not like better. the Spider Farmer is another. Spider Farm's another, another brand similar to Mars. Yeah. Uh, Spider like Farmer those. and Mars are the same company, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's just different names, uh, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Now I've heard Mars has yeah. some like some guys have had issues with their customer service. I can't speak to that personally because I don't. I've never contacted them. But, Language barriers are always a problem um, because they're a Chinese company. Buying locals always nice yeah. too. So. And that's it. Uh, yeah, it you know, you, if you're from the UK, Invisible Sun's in the UK, and it's good to and they, all their stuff's UK manufactured and stuff. So you support UK businesses if you can, and they'd they'd like to definitely worth it. That's what yeah. you want to go for if you're in the UK, in my opinion. They'll ship to the US as well, yeah. and I think it's free shipping. And I've, I I would it's say like if that, you're that. in Ireland, guys, migro all the way. You cannot be chains. Mm. Or even yeah, in the I UK agree. as well. If you're in the UK, check out my yeah. as well. That's definitely a good option too. You can get into those really high-end shit, like Gavita and the Fluence stuff, but re- like realistically, a lot of those companies do use the same diodes and everything as yeah. as like a Migro or a yeah. an Invisible Sun. Much, so it's all the same shit. It's, it's like do some reading. You know, it's like yeah. it's all pretty much the same shit. Just mm. different brand They're great it. lights. Don't get me wrong, but um, yeah. just different levels. The day, though, For the home grower, you might not have to spend two grand on a light. Mm, right? If you're using <laughs> Samsung diodes and a meanwhile driver, and you've got the right combination of the right diodes, then your yeah. light's going to work, isn't yeah. it? Pretty much, as long as the wattage is matched, yeah. Be good. Is it the Samsung yeah. LMH, uh, LM301H, and LM301B. How, how does Matthew yeah. say it? It's, it's not like rocket, rocket surgery. surgery. Rocket surgery. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's not brain science. No, it's not brain science. <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> that was a good question, though. It was good. It's unfortunate. It because it's if you can, it's the, the thing is, the initial investment for HPS is reasonably cheap, so it's easy to buy that on your first sale because you're still buying cannabis off the streets or dispensary, and it's expensive. But you can get that done on, on the first grower, and then you're not buying your weed anymore, so you can save money and put upgrades into your tent, and yeah. then you can upgrade onto one of these decent lights. You know, mm-hmm. So if you haven't got the money for the big ones, the HLGs, the Invisible Sunlights, yeah. if you haven't got the money for that, then go with something like Mars Hydro, Spider Farm, and that's still an upgrade. It will use less electricity. But it might not give you the same results as a 600 watt HPS because it just hasn't got the kick to it. But you use that for a grow and then you upgrade to the big guys, the invisible sunlights, and they are as good as HPS in my opinion. It's sometimes even better with the spectrum of light they push out. But this is the flowers they This produce. is the nice thing um, that we, we spoke about with the array. It one one small light with mm. the driver will extend to hold out four extra lights. So as you need to expand your grow, you just need to buy a light, yeah. and the light system is yeah, cheaper. It works out cheaper that way. Yeah. yeah, you add to it. It's a really really good system. I am. I you can see all. You can see the others are gonna are gonna copy that system pretty pretty soon. Yeah. The Spartan says HLG. He's yeah. probably the mo- his favorite yeah. light company. In HLG the are fucking awesome, man. Mm. Yeah, I would they're say the same thing. For sure. That's Horticultural Lighting Group, right? That's what they're called. A lot of the a lot of the LPs here in Canada use HLG's gear too. So yeah, there's a the there's a shop gear. here. I was only talking to them on Friday. Um, they they have the HLG's. They're one of the only places in Ireland that sell them. Um, it's in Dublin. So that's it. There's a lot of options out there, man. And you. It's expensive on the investment, but it's worth it because it reduces your electricity usage by like forty percent if you get the right lights. You got a question? I have a question, but I don't. We have our good friend Cody. Um, he is asking in big capital letters, 
And um, from the <laughs> missus, the wife wants to know: Has alcohol sales gone down in Canada since weed has been made legal? And um, TG, maybe that's one for you, my man. Do you know anything about that? Um, I can't say for sure, but I'm fairly confident that yes, they they I'll have. Yeah, I would I, say I so. News stories: People aren't consuming as much beer, and yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that that is. I don't know by how much if it's really substantial, but I mean. Alcohol sales are fucking huge here in Canada, and even like one percent, two percent reduction would probably be a significant yeah. amount of money. So, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that is true. I I'd have to Google it, and I got my hands full of sticky bud here, so I can't really do that right now. But um... yeah. oh, man, first problem <laughs> I know, again. Phone. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that is true. Well, I hope that answers it for you, Cody. <laughs> and I had one thrown at me from the forum for my man Fish. Fish wanted to know what is the best uh, humidity for long-term storage uh, of cannabis. Between 58 and 62% seems to be the popular choice. Yeah, I like it on the lower side. I kind of like it 55 myself, but that's just personal preference because I vape and I, and I smoke from a pipe. And I just yeah, I've heard that's the best one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I would say between 55 and 62, somewhere in that zone would be good. But if, if you don't have it at the 68.259, like to whatever TG says there, then your butt's going to be ruined. It will go moldy. Yes, and if you smoke it, minute, it will kill you and you will die. With barometric, with barometric, once you once you kind of keep it morphed and keep it kind of okay, it should be great. Yeah. Like I, I don't use any measurements yeah. at all or any any use. No, same, I don't either. I, I give it a good shake yeah, and right. let her and I went, like oh. agitate it up a good bit. So yeah. don't fill your jars to the top. Yeah. I was kind of like that GB, but you know, I recently started putting the gauges and actually just dropped some of the gauges into some things that I had had aged for a long time to see How what I it? had been doing, and just so happy yeah. I'm at about fifty-five. Cool. I say if it's dried and cured properly, it and you don't open it like you have a closed system, it, it'll last for for a long time. I was actually doing a an informational kind of group talk uh, for some people this past Friday, and one of the questions they had, or one of the comments somebody made, was they had vacuum sealed some cannabis and four years later they kept it in the freezer and four years later they used they opened it and it was just as fresh and just as terpy and just as everything as before because yeah there's no air to to oxidize it and it was in the dark and, oh, yeah so yeah you can freeze your yeah, you, the invero you can freeze it. some people do i never have because i don't want to no i don't if you do if you do want to freeze it though vacuum seal it first yeah yeah yeah, you don't want to water. Yeah, it ends up and, and, wet, and you have to dry it out, and right. it's just yeah. pissing about. Hmm. And if you if you're worried about oxygen, if you're freezing your weed in mason jars, there are oxygen eaters. They're actually just iron powder that's in a little packet. You can stick it in the jars, and it will actually yeah. absorb the oxygen and, and make that weed oxidize less on long-term storage. A fish also had asked, "How long can you store weed long-term?" And that was somebody else that uh, asked. I have, I don't know. I've I've done experiments right now up to 11 months just to see what it's like and be honest with you i like it six months at the max and that's where i like to smoke it so if i'm not going to smoke it in six months it goes long-term storage or it gets used one way or the other damn i wish i ever had fucking enough weed that i'd be able to have fucking six months storage why don't you don't stop on by i don't think even you smoke my my cupboard right now brother the thing is i mean for most of us guys in the uk well for most of us home growers we can't leave weed in our freezer 
You know, <laughs> it's crazy. You would have to buy a yeah. separate wow. freezer to put somewhere else <laughs> that nobody was allowed to go into freeze our week. I don't have kids hanging around, so it's fine. No, you know, just me and the wife, so we're good. Yeah. You see, they class the stocks and even the fucking leaf, the dread, the trim and the shake, everything yeah. they class as fucking flower in this country. I'm sure they would. Once, once the fucking thing is cut off, cut away from the root ball, your plant has gone from a value of like 700 euro or 800 euro to like five million <laughs> or five fucking. No, it's like three or four thousand euro or some shit like that, you know? It's And, and it doesn't matter if it's wet or dry. And that's it. At least if you get rid of everything, you could be like, it's the first time I've done it. Yeah, that's what you have to, man. That's why, like, I only ever keep my fucking pure flower, what I have here. Everything else goes fucking it's not landfill right. straight away. So, any more questions, then, lads? We're good? Then we're happy. No, I think so. We didn't see any pop up in the chat there. We, we're good. We're good. No, Spartan just wants a chance. He, he wants he wants the, the shot at the title to smoke everything that's in my cupboard. He said he'd, he'd do it as long as you don't have to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a show. That's what I'm saying, man. If somebody provides a challenge like that, it's only good etiquette to provide. Exactly. No problem. You know what I'm yeah. It's been a good season. I, I think bet I you could have smoked ants in an hour. Are you going to provide me with that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Saying, exactly. okay. No, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Right. So here we go, everybody. Truth or truth. So the idea of this is there's going to be three statements. GB. Yes. Just three statements. Two of them are true. One of them is false. You have to find out what the false one is. False one. Okay. <laughs> Just in case you're right. confused. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, every week, lads, I'd be pick, trying to pick the true one. <laughs> right, so. right, so here we go. Right, number one. And this relates to uh, the interview we had slightly. Uh, migrants arrested in cannabis farms are often victims of trafficking and debt bondage. But many are not recognised as such by police. Number two. When scientists combined CBD and antibiotics, they saw a more powerful effect than when treating with antibiotics alone. And number three, bongs use water chambers to cool down smoke. Some THC is left in the water and you can drink it to get a little high. GB, you want to go first? I, I will go first. Okay, straight away, I think number three is false. Why is that? Because... I has drank bong water. <laughs> and I, I did not get that, stoned. <laughs> um, I, oh, this is why I say you should use whiskey in your bong water because I've tried the whiskey and the whiskey was actually kind of nicer after. It was quite nice. Still made me fucking sick. <laughs> it tasted a bit better. Um, Do you think you might have been sick because of the whitey though? Oh no, it just, it was bad, man. You know, it just like did not sit well in the tummy. I didn't get a whitey, like uh, just sick as a dog. Oh, I, and I didn't get any way stoned to be honest, I think it fucking sobered me up, man, because I was praying to the fucking porcelain god. So, so, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so now I, I'm going to go with number three as false this week. Okay, who, who wants to go next? Yeah, you want to take it? Yeah. Hello. Yeah, you want to take it? All oh, right, okay. Well, you, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with number three as well because THC, as far as I'm aware, is not water soluble. So, ah, aha. Even when it's burnt in smoke. Uh, yes, I don't think it's water soluble, so I'm going to go with number three being false. Monkey. Well, you know, 
I kind of feel like the first one with the migrant workers is probably going to be true. I mean, that's a lot of, a lot of people that are in trouble, hiding, running, just trying to make money in those areas. So CBD and antibiotics, I don't know. That sounds just, just interesting enough that somebody's claiming that to be true. But, you know, I'm sitting here looking at my bong and it's a vape bong. It's, it's not, a doesn't burn anything. It's just, you know, all I'm, I'm getting is vapor coming down through it. And after you use it for a while, it gets cloudy. Now, I don't know if that's terpenes going in this water or if that's cannabinoids. And to be honest with you, I've never drank it. Do it. Uh, so, I mean, if, if, if you can give me maybe an hour, <laughs> I'll drink this bong and I'll answer the question. Oh, that's a tough one to take for the team now. You only get 60 seconds, unfortunately. Okay, Mookie, you're gonna well, have to I'm, gonna, I'm just going to choose number two as being okay. false because I kind of want to spread it oh. a little bit. <laughs> just in case. Just in case. I'm number two. TG. Um, yeah, I I think number one's true. Just, you know, you hear some shitty st stories from like NorCal and some of those places. Um, and number two, I don't really know, but um, my good friend of mine uh, does say that, that uh, CBD is antibiotic and she doesn't like it because of, of that. So um, I'm going to go with number three as well, because what was number three? <laughs> uh, the, because <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't remember it <laughs> bon water, right, right, right. yeah um you know that's yeah thc is not soluble in water there might be some residual stuff on the on the oh, particulate sure, yeah. so maybe a really 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 lightweight newbie guy maybe maybe but no i don't think that's that's true so i'm gonna go with number three is is false because well, you can tell that you're right because I'm there trying to persuade <laughs> yeah, you. Not I know, to pick yeah, I'm waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you want number three? It, it might not be more solely bored unless you smoked first. Uh, well, like, it, no, uh, number Martin one is. Brought that up as a game. Let's, go, let's go for number one first, right? So number one, one is so true. Yeah, I, I, I had to put this in there because it's one of these things that we don't often think about. You know, some people are dragged away from their home countries to come and work in a cannabis farm illegally. Yeah in our country or anywhere because of these stupid yeah, fucking exactly. laws we have, man. If, if, if cannabis was properly regulated and it was a legal business, real how many less lives would be fucking ruined? Yep. It's, it's just, it's just a fast that we're still in this position yeah. after so long. So many people have suffered in so many different ways. It's Even time legally, man, there was stories here in Canada. Like a lot of the LPs were using like migrant, uh, migrant work the like the i forget what the program was and they were just they were making them live in like fucking you know 10 people to a train car kind of shit just horrible conditions they they got it was in the news uh you know, yeah. months ago. It, was, it was awful that's legal you know <laughs> fuck's sake so cool man all we have to do is fucking have some actual laws that yeah. work it, it just laws that work mm, come on yeah. <laughs> you're asking for a bit much there and you're just an oh, oxymoron no, or something right there yeah. yeah, it just don't seem right, does it? Just well, and what was two again then? Right, so number two, when scientists combined CBD and antibiotics, they saw more powerful effects than when treating with antibiotics alone. Which is yeah, yeah well, that's apparently right. the, these antibiotics that are there and they like a little bit of CBD, it makes them stronger. So oh yeah, so, man, I feel good right now. Uh, I can is it the CBD more bad that is, it is you know? itself <laughs> antibiotic, or do they, it just enhances the properties of the? Yeah, anti CBD is uh, antibacterial. Antibacterial. Yeah, antibacterial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I mean these these two came from yeah. Science Daily, so you can go and check up the uh, and they're they're reasonably 
recent articles. So you Very can nice. go check them up on there. Well, like I said, somebody probably then, said that, but I'm sure somebody else says it's not, but it's one of those things. And then, you know, I'll make this one, but thinking. It's all good. This one's, it's like a little bit ridiculous. And with everything, are they going to be thinking, he's just trying to trick us by putting one. That sounds ridiculous. You know? <laughs> no. that, it, it is. I think everybody, everybody has fucking heard it. And a lot of people, yeah. a lot of people have fucking tried it. They just and that's it. I want, I wanted some, uh, some bong drinking stories. Accidentally, yeah. really. Oh, I've seen all them videos <laughs> on gross. YouTube where they, where they drink the water. Oh. You know, question for you though. Yeah. If I do, if I do drink this water, and if I do get high in an hour, do I get, do I get credit for being <laughs> correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll, I'll, I'll get. Yeah, I'll let you have the correct. I'm on it. Just to drink in the fucking bottle of water. <laughs> we'll make an exception. We'll let you change to number three for drinking bottle of water. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to hear glug, video. Glug, glug, glug. He'll take the loss just to get me to do that, won't he? Yeah, bong water is fucking uh, gross. Oh no. Gross. Even when you oh. spill it and smell it. Yeah. It's no, but that's the thing. Up. When you just do a vape bong, there's really no odor yeah, in the water. True. Spray. Right, so start a quote this week. Here we go. Yeah, man. Like, I had a thing to do, you know, where you talk, man, where the cat talks. I want to, I got a thing to say, man. I was going to say it, but I forgot it, man. So who's it going to be this That's week? Well, that's because I was fucking really bad this week and didn't get you the quote in time, man. Uh, but oh, that's so good. So good. This week, yeah, this week, I'm, I think everybody knows or should know this guy. Um, his name is Peter Tosh. Yeah, oh, yeah. of course. The legendary Bush. Bush doctor. Right? So, and Bush, uh, doctor. Well, Bush doctor. That's one of his fucking yeah, Bush, Bush doctor, doctor, comma, man. You know, <laughs> sorry, I didn't pause long enough. Bush, Bush doctor, man. The man was a Bush anyway, doctor. Um, in oh, probably the most, uh, well, relevant song to us by him, legalize it. Um, you know, the chorus, the chorus goes, legalize it, don't criticize it legalize it yeah yeah and and i paraphrased a little bit here he says and i'll advertise it but um on behalf of the panel we'll advertise it <laughs> so legalize it man like <laughs> like we were talking we've talked this whole podcast and the theme of the podcast kind of was you know what's going on in the legalization world in different countries and things and like like the song is written in the 70s and it's as you know, useful now as it ever was and probably will be for a while yet, but um, just yeah. uh, legalize it. Yeah, yeah, come on. And <laughs> so I'm not going to do a Jamaican accent. You get, your on you. You get yeah. more musical, more and more musical with these every well, week. Get him some man. No, by episode 30, he's got to be breaking out guitar and giving us a little <laughs> chorus on a song, man. <laughs> you know, I could, I could probably fucking try a country accent like with the uh, Wheeler Walker Jr. one, but I'm not going to fucking attempt Jamaican. No way. <laughs> <laughs> one day. Yeah, can. One day. I'm just shit at accents this time. I can barely do my own, mate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> you know, it was last the other day from an Australian. Uh, you, okay. Some people hear that in my voice sometimes. So let's do it for the outro. Do, 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 do. Well, that's it. Thanks for joining us, everybody. It's been a little bit of a long one. We're like 25 minutes over time. We do appreciate your time and spending our Sundays with you. It's always a good time. Absolutely. You know? and some of us have had a really shit week this week. So, and, you know, we took them and enjoy some time on the podcast. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. nice to get on here. Cheers and Get a good laugh and, and visit a little bit. I got there, man. I'm just going to pause here on stage to the great show.
Who's that panel member? Anyway, that's do it, Gigi. Don't stop that guy. That's the funny shit. He's casting quote, man. I love that. I have to beat them to death with their old shoes. Break into that little sweet shop, eh? Well, instead of a goat dog, they've got this bloody great big Bengal tiger. I managed to take out the tiger with a can of mice. But the shop owner and his son, that's a different story altogether. I had to beat them to death with their own shoes. <laughs> Stole the quote of the week. That's a great uh, one. Just in He's a stoner. <laughs> 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 a little cheek behind the curtain over here. Right, what we do at this yeah, I love that guy. Del Preston, man. So, until next week, episode 17, next week, we're going to have a nice interview ready for you. You will see. We'll reveal it throughout the week. If you haven't signed up to Percy's growroom.com yet, then please do so. We're coming up to two years old, man. Two years wow. old. Pretty sweet. Oh, right by, we yeah. actually, you know, like, like Mackie says, when we're not on the air, we're, that's usually where we're hanging out. Yeah, we're all chilling there all the time. So if you want to come and say hello yeah. to us, and like Rover at Percy's, you know. <laughs> yeah. I've had a lot to do this week, so I haven't had a chance to get the uh, the Rock, Paper, Scissors competition up and running, but it is coming. It's coming this week. There's going to be eight prizes to be given away. We're looking at 64 people to enter the competition, and then we're capping it. So that once that's capped, once 64 people are there, we're closing it, because that's what makes the numbers level to get us to the semifinals and the quarterfinals yeah. and all that shit. So it's going to be fucking Tell super grower cool. friends, Rock, Paper, Scissors competition. Been some deadly fucking seeds Loads of shit. Trees and... Loads yeah, of I didn't even... Right. So I'm going to get that up this week. Within the next few days, it should be up. So keep an eye out over on Postus. Sign up. Postusgram.com. I think that's just about everything. Thanks again, everybody. Woolly, Invero, Four Plants, Zombie, you in chat. There you go. Free Plants. Free Plants, Pete, man. It's been a while since we've seen you. Thanks for dropping in. Yeah. Ocean Drive, you you knew I haven't seen you before. Thanks for dropping in, man. I hope you've enjoyed this show. Uh, Spartan, Jockey, you know, all of you guys, man. We really everybody do appreciate your fish. Members for signing it's up just too, so many man. names nowadays. It's hard to keep track of and all your new guys. And Richard, Richard, you see? If you're there, you want to shout out. Oh, and Bob. You say goodbye. And Bob. Bob. And Bob. We can't Bob's so there. many. So many. I, I love it, man. Everybody seems to really all the enjoy the show. And all the usual suspects. Yeah. Here every week. One Steve. And Steve. Yeah, Steve. Oh, <laughs> Steve. Hope you had a good time. Yes. It's all going very nicely. We do enjoy making the podcast. We do. It does be a great. I feel better. I was feeling like shit at the beginning, to be honest, but now I feel better. So thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks, man. You know, thanks, and thanks to the listeners. Thanks to the people who participate in chat. Even even the podcast is medicine for people. Of course, for us, man, it really is. Yeah, it's good stress relief. Well, hasta luego, folks. Yes, guys. What GB said. And aloha, aloha to what's the record? Aloha, Rabbi Percy. Sayonara. Or at least from Chevy Chase and Christmas Vacation. I know, I heard that one, yeah. All of you stay safe out there. You know, Halloween's coming. Make sure you get yourself some good costumes. Yes, carbs and pumpkins. Yes. Mystic Mushroom, you're a new guy as well. Thanks for joining us. Sorry, you might have just caught the end. We'll see you next yeah, week. You everybody. can listen, download it, listen to the rest. Later, folks. Been fun. Have a good Be day. good. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks again for listening, everybody. 
hopefully by now you've listened to all of the episodes in the past as well as this one if not then you can go to itunes or spotify deezer stitcher even youtube you can go to any of those networks and you'll be able to watch the previous episodes that we've done in the past if you're enjoying the show please make sure that you share it with your friends leave a like on the video follow us or subscribe on all of the podcast networks it just helps all with the the future progression of the show if we have more listeners and more subscribers also if you can we do have a patreon page so you can head over to patreon.com slash percy's grow room all we ask you to do is listen that is plenty we appreciate every single listener but if you can do more by liking the video sharing and even going to the extent of becoming a patreon that will be massively appreciated we'll see you again next week Thank you.